This episode of the podcast is brought to you by yours truly. If you'd like to be a sponsor of this podcast and future episodes, go ahead and email us at itscoronatime at 91btv.com. Hello, people of the world and podcast fam. My name is Kevin Jackson, and welcome to the 17th episode of It's Corona Time. You know, it's two podcasts in, you know, one week out from each other. That is crazy. You know, we back on the road for 2022. You know what I'm saying? We've been gone for a whole year, but now we're back. And I'm excited to have a really special guest with me today. It's going to be a really in-depth technical conversation. I might go over some of y'all heads, but I really hope that y'all get a new understanding out of it today. Um, and he'll just go ahead and introduce himself and why you should listen to him. Hey guys, I'm Keisha Shrikumar. Um, I'm a graduate of Cal Poly Pomona, did my bachelor's in computer engineering. Um, currently, I'm doing my master's at USC in cybersecurity. And um, why you should listen to me, I guess I have a lot of experience just working with network security and computers. Um, and I like to share my knowledge and continue learning. Most definitely, most definitely. Well, I'm happy to have you on here, man. Thank you for agreeing um, to do this with me, man. I've been having me. I've been trying to freaking like talk to you for so long, bro. But I was like, I want like we have so much to catch up on, but like I don't want to just talk regularly because I feel like I want to do a podcast with you and just unveil everything that we have. Just Definitely. just so people could know and you know, just cool for us to catch up to in that. And um since October. So now it's the end of January, almost February. So um yeah, let's just go ahead and, and dive into it, man. Like, but first off, like how are you doing, man? How how's your life? You know, is everything going well? You know, coronavirus, like cases skyrocketed this month, bro. And it was just insane. I mean, I caught it and <laughs> again, it's freaking stupid. Yeah. So it, it was tough, but I mean, you know, it, it was milder than what it was last time. Um, okay. So everything was good. But yeah, man, how's, how's everything going? It's been good. Um, I mean, I've been at home pretty much the whole uh, whole time. Um, been doing USC virtually, so that's that's been fun. They have a pretty good program where, you know, you can attend all the lectures remotely and it's as if you were sitting within the class itself. Like you could see the um, the professor and you can see the board and when they write on the board, it'll actually show up like on the screen. Uh, it's super cool. So they've invested a lot into it, but they've, they've had it for like a bunch of years. It's called the Distance Education Network um, and people like all over the country and even across the world could um, participate in the classes. and. And, you know, it's pretty much the same as in person. So it's it's amazing. So it gives me that flexibility of saying, you know, if I don't want to travel all the way down there and, you know, be in a situation where I can't come back home because of COVID or whatever, it gives me that um, flexibility now in this time. So I've been, I've been at home um, doing school at home. It's been pretty nice. Been going on walks, going biking. A lot of things I can't do when I'm at school um, down in SoCal. So I'm enjoying it up here. The only thing I'd miss, I guess, would be the the weather for sure. <laughs> it's been like 64 the past uh, couple of days, which is good. So, but um, you know, it, down there it's it's pretty nice though. So I definitely miss that. <laughs> I mean, so. I mean, yeah, you're right, man. I mean, the weather here has been a little bit chilly for you know us Southern California people. I mean, y'all used to the colder weather up oh, yeah. there. But I'm like, I got to be wearing jackets now, sweaters now. Like, especially when I'm at work, I can't just wear a t-shirt. I got to wear a sweater under it. Because I'm like taking off the trash at, at 11 p.m. And I'm like, it's too cold. So. Right. 
Yeah, man, I, I miss that. I was, it used to always be like, you know, 70, 80 degrees over there. That was that was the life. Like, you know, you'd walk out at like 9 p.m. and it would still be hot outside. Like, <laughs> that was perfect. All those Wingstop runs, I don't even remember wearing a jacket too. So yeah. it was pretty nice. Man, th- that used to be ish, man. Every two weeks, we would go to, oh, every week. I don't know, every two weeks. Okay. One of those of you just go every, to. Every other week, I think. Every other Tuesday. Uh, every other Tuesday, we would go to Wingstop and get the 60 cent bonus wings. And with inflation, yeah. they raised the prices. <laughs> what is it now? 70 or 75? 70, 75, I think. I think that's what it is. Oh, 65. I don't even know. Something. They raised it, though. I, I didn't go to get them, but I just passed by because it was right next to this place I was going to. And I was like, the sign on the door was like different. I was like, no. That's crazy, man. Inflation's it's kicking all of us, right? Yeah. Gas prices be crazy for me, too, man. I'm just so mad about that. I'm so mad about that. What is it now? Like five bucks a gallon or something like that? Five something? Um, Maybe at the other places, but I go to Sam Club. So I'm paying like below four fifty, but still it's still pricey though. It used to be fifty dollars to fill up. Now it was sixty seven. The other day it was seventy five, and I was like, "What? How yeah, that's insane. Uh, that's insane. Like sixty seven was." Every time I see the ticker, because the the gas goes up so slowly, but the the money is just exponentially increasing. I'm like, like come on, you know, this is this is insane. But yeah, and that's. That sucks. I guess that's one thing we can't can't escape inflation, right? <laughs> see, see what happens. It's freaking terrible, but yeah, it's, it is what it is. You know, what as long as you know, I graduate and get a good job, I ain't gonna really worry about the money I'm dishing out. Or as long as their wages increase proportionally, yes, right? Then, uh-huh. then we'll be okay. Exactly. Yeah. If they wage minimum wage for minimum wage people too, yeah. As long as yeah, the wages increase proportionally to the cost of living. Or, or at least proportional to inflation. Um, you should have seen some of the jobs I was actually looking at at ASI. Like um, starting wages when I started, it was fourteen bucks an hour for me, and that was like a good, good starting salary, right? But um, I think the same position is like, like they're paying eighteen bucks an hour now starting. I'm like, wow, like that's it increased quite a bit over time. You know, it's only been like two years since I left. Uh, now it's eighteen. Maybe they just really want somebody, and like they 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 have no good candidates to like. And everyone's not applying, so they're like, let me just put it to 18. You know, maybe hopefully. Let's see what they do. Yeah, this will get some people. I'm honestly kind of mad. I'm salty because my internship was 18. So (laughs) at Best Buy. Yeah. And Uh, I thought 18 was good for 40 hours. Nope. Nope. Uh uh ASI paying the same amount. It is a really good good rate. I mean, anybody would tell you 18 is really good, but I'm I'm just surprised, you know, ASI. I thought we would be kind of in the middle, but they're pretty competitive now, you know, with the um, wages. So yeah. it's pretty good. Some jobs are still- definitely working for the school directly. You'll, you'll get more at ASI, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Instead of being the regular IT people, they probably still getting paid 15, but they ain't doing that much though either. So, I mean, it depends on. And they get to drive the little cart around. We don't, we don't get one of those, do we? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. ASI is, doing pretty pretty well i think yeah um asi is doing good especially when it now got me on you know on the team um but uh you gotta tell me about that what does that mean <laughs> last night i didn't know you were on the team so what's what's going yeah, on yeah bro so once i found out that i couldn't graduate so i was planning to graduate right in december 2021 right after all my friends already graduated in may 2021 i was like you i, I could work it out right 
Um, but then I was talking yeah. to Kenneth, right, the advisor, and he was like, so unfortunately, because of the semester conversion, you're missing like 2.67 units. And one of them starts to be a lab, right? I still haven't did the 4,000 level lab requirement, right? Um, yeah. But then he said, like, you can't graduate with having that, like, that gap. And I'm like, and he's like, the gap can only be like 0.6 or something, or I don't know, less than a less unit. Yeah, less than one unit. And I was like, what the heck, man? Like, don't blame me. Like, literally, I look at my degree power support. Everything is filled out. Everything is good. So why can't it's I? It's a conversion. Right? It's the conversion. Yeah. I was like, how are you going to screw me over because of that, bro? Like, I, I was not mad at him, of course. I'm just mad at the university, man. And I tried to file like a general academic petition because <laughs> I was like so bad uh, that yeah. they can put me on the. And it's all because I messed up the switch. You know what I'm saying? I messed up the switch. And it's, you waited, right? For a long time, I think. Huh? Didn't you wait for a while until you... Yeah, Yeah, I waited to change my curriculum um, from the quarter to semester. I didn't do it at the time because I was like, maybe it might be better. I don't know. Waiting is just might be a better option. But you could... It's mm -hmm. funny because you can switch at any time. You can switch to the newest one at any time. What? No, no, yep. you can't. You can only switch to the one you're graduating in. But I mean... You could, I could, I could have switched to that one for the semester, which was supposed to be 2018, 2019, and then switched to another one too. And oh. I was just mad they didn't give me an exemption, you know what I'm saying? Because I was here during that time. They aren't, right. and still yeah. the universities, you know, I still think it's the university's fault. Like you should still have that exception for anyone that was doing that time. They can switch to it at any time. Because so, I was yeah. following the roadmap. I didn't follow the new roadmap. The new roadmap says you have to take, um, uh, you have to take that 4,000 level lab when before it was like a 3,000 level lab or something. Or um, you have to take a new ethics class on your GEs. So it's like just new stuff they keep adding. And I'm like, I, I get it for new students and transfers. But for me, I was following the old school one. So That's insane. Yeah, they, they really messed you up with that one. Mm -hmm. So once I... So, yeah, go oh, yeah, since I realized that I was going to stay, I was like, everybody that I was friends with that was like in ANSI or in the uh the dorms or something like that or like in a hall council they said yeah okay why don't you put an ASI like you're a sociable guy like you could probably be president if you wanted to and I was like mm, I mean everybody would vote for me. I was thinking you should go in the student government. <laughs> I was like Evan would love it then. Uh yeah but like I feel like at the time everybody was all clicky you know, they all already knew each other. It would be hard all to just come in. groups and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. I don't know what they actually did. Like, I don't know what stuff they actually did or got done, you know? I mean, I know you're taking $400 out of my uh, uh, my uh, my freaking uh, tuition every every semester. But what do you do? So, no idea. Nope. <laughs> no idea at the time. So then, uh, actually, one person did reach out to me. I think it was my fourth year. Was it my fourth year? My third or fourth year. I think it was my fourth year, though. And they wanted me to be their vice president when they went for president. Oh. And I was almost down, but I didn't like that person. Like, I didn't like that person because I felt like they... There were some other things that happened where they kind of deceived me. So then I was like, how am I going to freaking, like... How am I supposed what to trust you? Again? Who knows? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I probably... We probably would have won. It would have been dope. But if it was, but if it was the year going into virtual, it would have just been <laughs> terrible. Like nothing would have got done. They would have blamed it on you. They would have been like, "You're the reason why we're here, right?" <laughs> so. so, but the vice honestly, you touched the bullet there. So, <laughs> oh, dead. So I applied. I applied in July, 
for student government. Um, they sent me back an email and said, unfortunately, um, you're not gonna be able. We're not like I applied for like three positions, right? Uh, one of the ones that really top of my, my top of my list was secretary of basic needs, just because I was like down and bad my third year, going into my fourth year too, like broke. Um, so that's why I had that on my heart. Rejected me for that one. I applied for. What did I apply for? I applied for like like another position, and I applied for oh uh, engineering senator, engineering senator. They rejected me for that okay. one. Um, and then uh, I applied for officer technology, just like a new position, something like that. Um, they hit me back like end of September, and was like, hey, we would like to put you for an interview, and I was like, oh okay, cool, sounds good. Like, I mean, nice. how much are y'all paying? Um, <laughs> I mean, I was I thought it was free, honestly. I thought I was not gonna get no money for it. But they're like, yeah, you public get like a stipend. <laughs> public service. But... <laughs> but it's like, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but yeah. You get a stipend of like 1500 And I was like, yeah, I mean, cool. Nice benefit, I guess. Um, interviewed me. I got I got in. I got in. So I am the ASI Officer of Technology. I am on the ASI cabinet. Um, the engineering senator position is still open. So anybody wants to apply can. <laughs> so they took me for that one instead of the other one. I don't know. I guess my resume showed that I had so many tech places and tech jobs and stuff. But you worked at Best Buy, and you're pretty fluent <laughs> with all tech things. I mean, it's, it's pretty cut. But I yeah. guess well, that's amazing. Thank you, man. Thank you. So I have a lot of questions. The mm -hmm. um, okay, officer of technology. It sounds like the CTO, like chief technology officer so like what, what what's uh what's your what's your day entail it sounds sounds super busy um no not really bro to be honest with you they don't even know they they just like we created this the other the other uh years created this position because we saw a need for technology but it's up to you to decide how you want to do it you know how you want it to be and i was like oh that's great no roadmap like that's pretty you know crazy um yeah 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 and it really is it's a good job right now but i'm looking for more ideas and that's why i have you here to you know help drive my memory because um but with sure. the day-to-day -day operations it's just basically being a part of the it um university technology working groups so they got like all these they got the it governance board? yes uh-huh okay yep exactly so they put me up i was on that oh okay before. how many were you on or like which ones were you on i was on the infrastructure technology working group and there was another one, security, I believe. Uh, Gabe Curry was the uh, the head, mm. at least in those meetings. Okay. But um, which one? Which ones did you? Which ones are you? I'm on seven. <laughs> Is that like all of them? Huh? <laughs> Is that like all of them? I think so, uh, man. They just said, "Here you go." I was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." I mean, it's cool to have somebody from ASI there because I mean, that's really what they wanted. Um, but some of them are just random. Like, I don't really need to be there for those, you know? Like, some of them are just like... There's an instructional technology one, I think, as well as one of them, right? Maybe. Yeah. Is that... It probably is the one. There was one where it was like, they're just digitalizing forms. And they just wanted somebody to do... Okay. To, to process them. Or, That's funny. Or, like, administration stuff. Like, like well, not administration. Admission stuff. So, like, we're just making it easier for people to admit so they don't have to go through spreadsheets of things or, like dashboards um they literally just say something they're like we want to do this what are your thoughts and then you just like say something and then they they write it down and and that's your viewpoint coming from asi you represent asi in that situation 
pretty cool though. That's that's awesome. Have you met a lot of um, you know impactful people in the school? Have they kind of talked to you and you know wanted your vision as to what you see the school becoming? Um, <laughs> those are some really good questions, man. I wish it was it's like a that. Question. I wish I wish it was like that, bro. Because um, I came right in the middle, smack daddy in the middle of the semester, right? So most of the, the, the instructional, well, most of the working groups, right? Half of them didn't even meet last semester. And they're now starting like this semester. I just emailed the person. I was like, hey, the person that I got that pointed me to them or like the, you know, I think her name was Carolyn. I was just like, hey, I haven't had these meetings yet. And I feel like the ones that I should be on, like things that I could actually like bring up things that I think that are important. Um, and they were like, uh, yeah, 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 we'll get back to you on that. Um, so then, then they sent me, uh, no, and then the head guy sent me an email and said, oh, sorry, we haven't any, any meetings. Uh, we'll put you on the next one. And I was like, okay, cool, dope. Um, but really, it, it's, I, no, like, the, I, it's cool seeing the IT people and getting to know, like, and getting to see their faces, you know, behind the screen, like, oh, you're the head of this in there. You're the head of this. You're the head of this. Um, yeah. But I'm just more just like a, I'm just a voice. I'm just a small, because it's all on Zoom, right? So I'm just like, well, Microsoft Teams. I'm just a small little portion. Like, I say a few things. Uh, they don't really ask for my input. Um, if I see something major wrong, then I'll say something. But there's not really anything that's been crazy that's been brought up yet. Um, what the, the biggest thing, though, is that I was able to get a mentor so from ASI. Um, I think, uh, are you familiar with Scott? What's his last name? Uh, yeah. I forgot. Nah, it's like, I think it's an M. Scott, M. Something. No, I don't know Scott. Okay. What does he do? Um, he used to run member services at the Brick. Okay, it sounds familiar. It's been a long time since yeah. you put in there. Uh -huh. um, if I saw him, I'd probably know who he mm. is. Oh, wait, is he the guy with the, like, spiky hair? Like, he's, he's got, like, spiky hair. He puts, like, gel in his hair. Oh, no. Mm -mm. He, okay, he, he, uh, he said that his position is, 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 like, literally remote. So you probably didn't see him that much. But, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. No. He only, he's, like, he's only came in for, like, to fix things or, like, to coordinate with different people. Like, he said he's coming in, like, a few weeks to fix um, the door on the brick, like, the, the when you enter. The, yeah and scanner the, stuff the scanner stuff yeah um those things are clean yeah. <laughs> yeah thank god we don't have them no more um oh no okay, you have to tell me yes that. so <laughs> basically he was doing member services at the brick and we did really mm. have and we, since the whole pandemic right the whole it portion of asi just got like freaking trashed like a ghost oh, we all got yeah. ghost town you know like jonas is still there you know but he didn't, but he, uh, Scott was like breaking down things to me. And he's like, Jonas doesn't really work for ASI. He's like an IT liaison that te technically, yeah. We're contracting him, but he works for the state. Exactly. So um, it was literally just him. We had no students, right? So that's why you see uh -huh. the job application on the, on the, on the <laughs> ASI websites because we're still looking for stu uh, uh, student uh, IT um, technicians. Assistance. Yes. Uh-huh. Student assistants. Uh I'm honestly surprised that there are not a lot of people that have um, applied to that. Like, you see the amount of CIS people that we have at school? Like, that is, like, that job is going to be right up their alley. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you're getting paid a lot of money to work somewhere on campus. You don't even have to drive anywhere. As long as you're here, you're able to. And the hours are, you know, 
extremely flexible. Like take it from me, because I worked there for what two years, two and a half years, and it's super flexible. And so it's a good job. You know, you're not, you don't feel like you've been overworked. It's and everything's fun because it's a new problem that you're trying to solve. You know, you and I both know that feeling where you're like, why isn't this work? And then you you figure it out, and then you commit it to your brains. Next time it happens, you're like, oh, did you do this? And that's it. You know. Exactly. Exactly. It's like okay. I know how to do this now. Let me make sure that it continues. Uh, like I do it the same way next time. Um, yeah. But people have been applying. It's just they finally now. What? Well, not that many people have been applying, but they have been applying. So he was just telling me okay. the other day that they finally got around to interviews. So probably about in a few yes. weeks they'll, they'll they'll get started. Like right when I leave is when they'll get started and get in there. So. Um, you know, we actually bought um, before this pandemic started. So we bought this this like super nice server okay it's like 20 cores 128 gigs of ram i don't know if we got the ram that came with it we were gonna order ram separately but some um seagate exos hard drives the big part was the cpu we got 20 cores 40 thread we're like what are we gonna do with this thing but it was gonna be our virtualization box right so we're gonna run a bunch of vms on it um and then COVID happened it got delivered once I came home. Like once I was here, it got delivered to the school. I was like so sad. I was like, bro, this was gonna be like a sick project to work on, you know? Um, and even our supervisor was okay with it. So I was like, you know, it's a big deal if he agrees with it too, because then I get to work on it um, and get paid for it, which is awesome. So I was I was pretty bummed out when we had to go home because because we never got to do anything with it. Now it's just sitting in a uh, in a box somewhere, who knows where. Um, so maybe these new guys will will get to mess with it. What were you guys gonna What were you guys gonna put on it? So we had a couple ideas. So um, they're like key boxes all around the brick, right? There's these uh, little white boxes. There's one in the facilities room, and there's I think there's one at the brick as well. Um, and they're like you can stick your key in it, and it'll log basically who takes the key out. So remember the BMs that have their like set of keys with them? Um, they have a key ring. BMs. Building managers, oh, okay. the ones who open all the doors for oh, you if okay. you need something, unlock the building in the morning. Um, those guys have like master keys with them, right? So when they come in for the beginning of the day, um, they'll go type in their pin on this on this machine, and we'll get to pull out the key that's theirs, and we'll only let you pull out your key. And it basically logs all that stuff. So say like you forget to turn in your key back at, at the end of your shift, it'll it'll log that. You'll know who did it. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. We we wanted to centralize all the authentication and the um, control of that box on that virtual machine. So that was one of them. Um, the other thing I think was the HVAC control. So all the um, not the brick. I don't think the bricks is into it, but the BSCs all their control is all um, network based, and so you can control all of it from your computer. So you could go set the temperature higher, lower, turn off the fan, on the fan. From your computer um, we needed a box that was reliable had good performance and so we were gonna put that on there as well as just some other things we were thinking of having labs like say you say you have an event going on at the bsc and you need 10 computers well what if we could just give you 10 raspberry pis that would rdp into this machine right we got 20 cores you know what is this 20 <laughs> cores that's gonna get this for? so um 
you know, 20 cores, 40 threads, right? So that's that's a lot of threads. Um, even if we gave four cores or four threads to each of these machines, that's a good lab that you have right there. And the setup time is almost zero. You just need a monitor and a Pi. So we had a lot of ideas for it, but um, none of it really got realized just, just yet. Got you, got you. Sorry for that nerd nerd tangent. No, no, you. That was that's what we were no, doing. No, no, that's good. That's good because those are things I could bring up to him and see like if if you guys have already if they've already. Oh, Jonas. I mean, probably not, but probably the new guys could you know can mess with. And if you have a list of those, like send those to me too, and like I'll see if about getting that to him. Um, for but sure. that's yeah, that's actually that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. I'm not quite sure if a lot of people would use the labs though, like the lab, like the the ten computers in Raspberry Pi in. So we, so there's mostly those people. So there's some people that say, hey, we need to do trainings, and um, we need twenty people, and we need twenty desktops in this room, and it's a pain to bring all these you know desktops with us, twenty desktops that um, to the room, plug in the cords and everything. We we wanted something pretty simple and was headless. Not really headless, but like didn't have a lot of operational complexity with it. Somebody could just plug it in and walk away. Um, so we were thinking of that. You know, also at the brick, those uh, enrollment kiosks that you have, we wanted to do something virtual with those as well. So they're actually, they have a full blown computer behind it. And I don't know if you've noticed, but there's like a eight core CPU, 16 thread CPU that's just powering the little hand scanning thing. <laughs> What? So it, it's a waste of performance, right? Why are we wasting a whole computer for something that a Pi can do pretty simply? Wow. Yeah. So it's a lot about consolidation and moving a lot of things, you know, because things break when they're at the brick, right? If you have a full computer there, somebody kicks it, may stop working. But if you have a Raspberry Pi there, what are the odds it's going to just break? We'll just re-image the uh, mm -hmm. SD card. Yeah. <laughs> so... A lot of ideas we had, um, we really wanted to implement them, but then COVID happened and uh, we all we all went home. But I was I was super excited. Kevin and I, the other Kevin, I don't know if you've met him, but um, we were we were super excited. We were like, bro, this is going to be a cool game server. We were thinking of putting a, <laughs> like a um, crisis server, or battlefield server on it, seeing what it could do. Um, yeah, it was it was amazing. It was a it was a fun experience, and we we were even surprised our supervisor. Um, basically checked off on it because we we didn't think he would sign off. This was like expensive tech. I think it was maybe 12 grand or something like that for one computer. It's like, wow. I mean, but y'all been there for a while there too, you know, trust me. We had some bargaining power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was, it was good, but um, I'm sure, I'm sure hopefully those guys will, will want to do something with it. And if not, I'll give you some ideas and you could, Whisper in their ear, be like, you know, we have this computer over there. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, I spoke to Jonas recently. Actually, he was, he actually said they had a couple people um, in the pipeline. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see what comes out of it. We'll see. For sure, that's dope. That's dope. Could you tell the people just a little bit about your day to day operations, how it was back then, and like how many people you had on the team? Yeah. Okay. So. Um, so when we first joined, um, when I first joined, I was in a team of three people. Day-to-day um, -day operations was mostly just, honestly, it was very flexible. So we have a called the IT cave. It's the room across from Jonas's room um, where we keep all our computers and stuff. But so we we just hang out there. Um, 
do a lot of projects on our own, you know, disassembling things, putting things back together. Whenever we get a call or an email, though, um, that takes priority. So somebody says, hey, this isn't working. Um, we'll go check it out. And sometimes we can help them over the phone, depending on how tech savvy they are. We can say, click this, click this, and there you go. Um, and we'll head down there and we'll, we'll help them out if needed. And then just come back and uh, pretty much do do whatever until the next next call or email comes along. It's super flexible. Um, there are a lot of benefits of working in that uh, building specifically because all the events that are going on. So for example, say Red Cross, you got the blood drive going on, or there's an event that had a lot of food. Um, they will literally deliver their food to our room after they're done. Or if it's the Red Cross, you know how they have those shirts, the Red Cross shirts, and you donate blood. Um, we get those shirts just because they don't want to take them back or for some reason. But, you know, it's, it has its perks. So whatever events you go to, um, you help them out. They usually ask you to stay and, like, want to give you something. So um, it's, it's pretty cool. You meet a lot of people, a lot of faces. I don't think I've ever had to remember that many names, like, ever in my life before. Um, so it was, it was pretty cool. And there's a lot of turnover. So, like, you'll, you'll come, um, you know, next week and you will see this new person that you've never seen before. And so it's, it, it built, really built my intrapersonal skills because I didn't, I wasn't super talkative before, you know, I was kind of to myself. And ASI is kind of what brought me to talk to people and, you know, approach people and actually be like, hey, it's not that scary, you know, they're asking you for help, you know, well, what's, what's the problem? You just, just got to talk to them. <laughs> No one's that scary. So, and the people that you like helped out or that were that were calling, like, were they staff members? Were they uh, faculty? Yep. So, okay. So we have at ASI at least we're, we call them we call them pro staff, which is professional staff. Um, all the quote unquote adults, I guess, like you know people who who are like um, actually going here for a job, not a student, essentially. And then we have student staff. So um, there's a lot of pro staff. But I think student staff outnumber pro staff three to one or four to one or something like that. Um, so a lot of students, few pro staff. So we usually help um, students and pro staff. Sometimes there are other people that just come in and have a problem. Like people may report a problem at the brick. Uh, we'll go help them out over there. So it's so just a mixture of people um, who come. But it's usually the pro staff that have a lot of questions, you know, with technology and things like that students tend to just keep trying until something works or you know mess around like you and i we would probably too so i don't get a lot of calls from students but um but it's it's definitely there so got it got it so it's mostly helping out the professional staff of asi yeah correct and yep. the it like university it would help out probably faculty and other staff from other departments things of that nature that is correct so the only buildings that we um our, our jurisdiction, I guess, would be the BSC, um, the BRIC, and the Children's Center. I don't, I don't know if you've been, yeah, I, I, Children's I, I Center. I've never so. been, actually, but I know that it's there. <laughs> so, funny story, whenever, well, the first time I went to the Children's Center, nobody had seen me before, right? But the ceilings, by the way, are super low. Maybe, it's, I think it's like maybe 6'5", the ceiling, because my head is like right up there. Um, but I, I walked in, and they were like, I don't know. They were they were playing around, and one comes up to me. And it's like if you jump, will your head touch the ceiling? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. We could try, and I jumped, and like literally all the 
stuff on the ceiling, just like <laughs> my head. Um, he was, he had a fun time out of it, but I was like, <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know that much would happen, but um, he was happy. I was happy. I was like, okay, it's fine. But um, we, we take care of all their IT stuff over there, um, all their computers, all the problems they have. It's amazing. The kids like come up to you and they'll ask you like, what are you doing? Like, what's, what's wrong with the computer? Like they're actually invested <laughs> in it. So it's, it's nice, you know, to tell, tell somebody like, oh, I'm just doing this. They're like, why don't you do this? I'm like, oh, that that probably won't work, um, but it's it's really cool. They're, it's a cool cool uh, environment. That's dope. That's dope, man. So yeah, Brick Children's Center, BSC, all the classrooms and all that as is taken by the uh, Blue Shirts, the uh, University mm -hmm. IT. People that don't do anything, got it for sure. Um, <laughs> man, they have a lot of people. Like, oh my god, mm -hmm. I think they employed like what. 40, 60, I don't know how many people, but they're like constant rotation of where they go, essentially. And they get that little car to just drive around in. That is true. But I mean, I, honestly, I can't imagine, like, remember walking up to building three or something, like from the CLA building, I, I wouldn't be able to do that back <laughs> and forth. So maybe the car's worth it, but um, at least for us, it wasn't too bad. Dang. Man, that's really opening my eyes to perspective, too. Because now I see like a direct correlation between the student assistance, IT student assistance, and my position. Like, yep. like I feel like, like for other positions in ASI, right? You know, for example, let's say that you're in, in a, you're in a hall council senator or something. You have an inner hall council committee. You go to the inner hall council working groups or meetings or whatever, right? Um, and uh, you have your own you have your own committee, so you have people that report to you. Um, about different right. things but like I don't really have anybody that really reports to me but I feel as though now like those at least the at least the IT student assistants can help me they're like they could bring things to my awareness that I wouldn't even know before you know Definitely. they can help and honestly those, those guys will give you like a perspective that you won't get from a lot of other people because those are the guys that are you know somebody has a problem they're going to be the guy to go there you know and if if the problem is not solvable by them say they need some permission or something then Jonas comes in, but most of the time, um, you know, you'll you'll find out firsthand what the problems are from the the guy sitting in the room over there, and they're not going to be doing a lot too. So you just pop in there and just talk to him. They'll, yeah, I'll let you know. I'm sure. honestly going to ask Scott now. I'm like, hey man, can I get my own? Like, can I be with them upstairs? Like, <laughs> I don't want to be downstairs and student government no more. I want to be up. <laughs> wait, wait. So Scott, yeah. Scott is. Scott is at the Brick, right? Yeah, he used to work member services at the Brick. He has a new role, just new role as like the technology guy for ASI now. So he's the actual like, okay. yeah. So what what's his? So where is he and Jonas in in terms of like? Um, so so basically, he's in charge of the student assistance now. Yeah. So what's what's Jonas? But, okay, but still, wait, Jonas so is still there. Like, but you know, instead of reporting yeah. to Jonas, they report to him. Okay, so before it used to be Powell, hmm. Powell Velasco, and then I, it used to be Carol for some time, and so now it's Scott who are supervisors. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I gotta see a picture of Scott. I, I don't. Yeah, I should... if he's been there. Yeah, he's been there for I mean, a minute. I, that's that's yeah, interesting. Cause... If I have someone in mind, I just I don't know if it's him. Because him and Jonas were sitting in on the interviews, so at least that's what he was saying. So I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Like that's at least the, you know, um, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta show you a picture later or like, 
get jogging him to, to see because you probably have seen him but like you said he I think works I have. remote so he probably didn't even come to school that much that's true yeah i i have an idea of who he is but i don't want to make a false assumption so i'll wait <laughs> to wait till we see it Man, I just feel sad for Jonas then. Probably for the past year and a half, he was the only guy to really do anything. Oh, so, wow. so it's funny because, um, yeah, I feel bad for him as well. But also, when we were in, I don't know if you knew, but we used to have Tim Doe. He used to be our previous, I guess, manager, but not really manager. The guy who um, was a predecessor to Jonas was Tim. And in between, so Tim had left to go to housing. And in between, we didn't have Jonas yet. So it was just the student assistants, and we would have to basically um, do all the work. And if there was something that needed to be escalated, we'd have to go call, um, you know, there's a guy, Tim, another Tim. We'd have to call Tim from IT, state IT, and be like, hey, could you do this for us? So it'd be a lot of back and forth. Oh, is, we, it, is we, it Tim Raymond, the head guy? No, oh. it's, it's Tim Lockhart. Um, so we spoke to him for a while. It was like three months, I think. And then they started interviews again, um, and we got we got Jonas. He was there was a couple other ones that I interviewed. Um, I hope they don't watch this, but like they were, we were we were lucky with Jonas. <laughs> say that. <laughs> so Jonas was Jonas was really good. Um, he he was very like I guess what's the word? Um, he was willing to listen to us. You know, some of the people that come in there, they'd be like these kids. Yeah that are here at the uh, IT, why am I, why do I want to listen to them? You know, they, they probably don't know that much. They're just kids, they're students. Well, Jonas actually like wanted to listen to us, learn from us and be like, you know, who is this person? We'd tell him and he'd, he'd now know these people. Or if he'd ask us if we've seen these problems before, instead of just trying to figure it out for himself. Um, and that's good because then we're kind of on the same level-ish, you know, there's no like weird disconnect between us and him, so. We appreciated that with him. It's always good when someone actually like listens to you, you know, and, Definitely. and just like it's like it's like and yeah, I know we're just a student and you're only here for some time, but like we we would like to see these things happen or like we feel like really strongly about this, like you know, yeah. and that's how I feel about like the at least on the student government side too. Like we have the like the uh, the administrators, like we have the um, like the we have the associate director. And like she's the one that like we, we could talk to like when we have ideas when we have events that need to be happening she's and she's like the advocate for us like to tell us like yeah i've been is it liz is it liz still uh oh yeah the, as an executive director yes but for like student government it's ashley yeah ashley i i know her okay cool. yeah so like we could think that she's like this and she's like i've been here for this many years like this is not possible or this is possible Ashley Joseph. yes exactly yeah mm-hmm. nice yeah, she's she's good. Yeah. And I love my black women too. My black you got you got her. You also got Lauren. So I was like, okay. Denisha, yeah. <laughs> we have Denisha. Um, is Rashonda still there? Uh, I. She'd be at the brick, maybe not. I just haven't seen that side, probably. Gotcha. Um. Uh, yeah, man. Let me. Uh. Yeah, let me see. I, I want to give a few more updates, like just just about like to update you with everything that's happening. But I wanted to yeah. see. No, uh, I don't know. Which one should I do first? Should I talk to you about all the updates, or should I ask you real quick about the ideas that you had when you were um when you were working as an assistant? 
Let's let's go through the updates okay, first. For sure. Yeah. So, like I said, at uh, end of September, I got appointed to the board. Um, we got our president, uh, you know, ASI president PJ. Um, he appointed me, and it's been it's been cool. Like it's been an overall good experience being there. You know, um, I yeah. thought I was like the last appointee, but no, they appointed like seven other people after me. So <laughs> they're even people new with me. But I feel like I have a close relationship with like the core members, um, like the president yeah. and every and a few other people too, because they were on they were on the board last year too. You know, they just updated their positions. Um, Definitely. So uh, it's been a cool experience. The working groups have been okay so far. Like I said, I, I want to, I had ideas that I would like to bring up, but I feel like I have to search for the right working group, you know, um, to bring it up yep. in. I can't just bring up, hey, let's talk about Duo in like the one that talks about just petitions. Uh, we got to do the information security one or something. Um, and I actually want to get like face on face time with like those people in IT to really break things, to have them break things down for me and to see what changes right. can actually be implemented or like what we right. have to hold on for now. So they actually were going to make the whole, they were going to make uh, my CPP strictly cloud based um, and not server based. Is it not cloud based right now? Huh? Isn't it, is it not cloud based right um, now? Part of it is cloud. Oh, wait, is it always oh, a canvas? I'm trying to think of which one is cloud-based. Blackboard's cloud-based as well. Yes. Uh, Canvas should be, and my CPP, I think, is is in running in AWS now as well. The, um, the, I think think my CPP was supposed to be AWS, but they paused on it. I don't know. It, it was it was it was part of the infrastructure. I gotta look back and see the email. But they said that part of it was moving to to AWS, but they paused it. I don't know why. Um, I wonder. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, I do like things being cloud based, you know, because it saves money, it saves resources, you know, saves time. Well, it's not even that. It's the um the availability, right? Like we've had how many times have we had Blackboard like completely yeah go bad, you know, we need it. Mm -hmm. Well, if it's in the cloud, the resources can scale. You know, it's like oh, we have thirty people that are using it. Let's up the CPUs, or you know, bring it down or drop it. Uh, you know, bring it up. It's it's a lot more flexible, I'd say. Um, and they'd save money because they're only using or they're only paying what they use. So the benefits are there. The drawbacks, there's a quite a few drawbacks. Is the data is not on their premises anymore, right? Um, they don't have full control over it, and they're at the mercy of this cloud provider. We all know cloud providers go down too. So, you know, if, if we're in a situation where we lose data or the service is down when people need it, there's nothing they can do other than tell us, oh, just wait until Google or Amazon fixes it, pretty much. But but you would say you're a proponent of cloud-based. No. There, there's, a, there's a good place for cloud-based um, services. And I think, I think my CPP would be a good mm -hmm. one. For sure. Um, I just, some things... I feel like like a good mix. I don't know. It's like you can use like a cloud software natively. I feel like that's yeah. something that could that's like a good middle option. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel when Cascade went cloud. I mean, it is what it is, right? But I just I don't I don't know. It, I, it's it's different when you don't have the physical data on the servers no more, and you have to, you know. Yeah. Yep. Well, you you and I are different, right? So like. I, I want to self-host as many things as I can <laughs> at home, right? So I'll have my um, camera so I can just go to a URL and the DNS will redirect it back home. 
and I'll, I'll view all my cameras or I'll have um, Nextcloud, which is kind of like Google Drive. It's a replacement for Google Drive. Um, I'll use that instead of Google Drive. But when you have a lot of people that are working on something together, like a school, it's hard. It's harder, I guess, to enforce your policy when things are self-hosted or, you know, on-prem versus if things are in the cloud, there's a lot more granularity you can get with some, some things. There's also trade-offs, but I would say in just terms of availability, I don't know if the confidentiality of the data is important, but in terms of availability, you're not going to beat the 99.99959 percentage of the cloud, right? But I, I agree, self-hosted. Between you and I, I mean, I'd always go self-hosted, but I think there's just a time and a place for some of these things. Like Blackboard, I, I honestly, I was happy that it went cloud because like the thing would lag, like it would be really slow before. Um, so I'm, I'm happy. I would miss sometimes some of my, well, it was my fault for turning it in that late, but like it would just stay uploading. And I'm like, the file is not even that big, you know, and I was at school itself as well. So, um, and I could see the percentage of the upload going up and it was like a 12 kilobyte word file. <laughs> what you know? Yeah, so. I was done with it ever since they switched to cloud. Um, it was a lot better. And also another thing is when we had Blackboard on-prem, when I'd come home and do things, I'd get like serious latency to Blackboard. Um, whereas now it's in the cloud, you know, whatever's closest to me is, is what responds. So yeah, that's, that's my rationale. So Canvas is cloud-based too, right? You said Canvas, Canvas is cloud-based. Okay. It went down the other day, honestly. Went down finals Did week. It? Yeah, went down finals week, and I and all the classes disappeared. And I was like, hmm, I wonder why. Maybe it was just. I think it was probably a, a and like a an arbit, arbitration issue, or like an issue with the um. Yeah, no, I think probably like, maybe, like it just dropped the classes. So it was like maybe oh. I, I should be. So it loaded, but it like it just forgot all of your classes. Yeah. Uh, somebody somebody probably messed up some data entry or something, it sounds like. It seems weird that it would take you there but not pull up what you did. Sounds like a database problem. Interesting, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Canvas is nice, so much better. I was like, dang, Blackboard yeah. going away. But honestly, it's five times better. So definitely a better problem. We talked about the brick. Oh, you yes. The brick has the different, yes. I was about to get to that. Thanks. Um, so uh, because of COVID, they got rid of the hand scanners, um, even though university uh, housing still has hand scanners for freaking, uh, um, for the, uh, for center point. Those hand, I don't even remember that we had hand scanners. They, I thought we just show them. Decoy. Yeah, you could do that too, but then you could get like your, and it's just, and it's not, you don't, you don't put your hand on it you scan it through. So it's like, oh. it scans it through. And I'm just like, how does that even work? Like, how does it capture it so yeah. quick? You know, <laughs> I don't understand. Got some high refresh rate camera over there or something. Oh, right? I was like, hey, Scott, can we get something like that for the brick? Like, <laughs> that can work too. But no, we actually okay. went old school and now we're doing a barcode. So we have an ASI app. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I've heard, I've heard people say it's really slow. <laughs> so what's your experience? Of that it? bitch is terrible, if I'll be honest with you. But he worked really hard on it, okay? And they're making improvements. 
Um, they do it together in the middle of the pandemic, right? So I mean, what can I what can I say? Um, but uh, it just has too many icons, first of all. And that's something that he took note of. So they're gonna try and narrow down the icons. Um, some of the uh, some of the places just go straight to the website um, because they don't want to put everything in there and update it all the time, which I understand too. Um, right. Uh, and then what else? But the thing that everybody hates the most is for the barcode. So they replaced it with the barcode scanners for the grip, right? But right. there's a timeout, a 20 minute timeout. And for me, it's an immediate timeout because I don't have, uh, what do I do? I do the, first of all, I can't say remember me for that many hours. And then uh, I, I get the phone call. So it happened like, oh, the yeah, they do a phone call. So like, I, I think this has happened so much now. I'm so frustrated. Like, I click on it. Like, it calls me. I hit one. Cancel. It starts to load up the barcode. And then it doesn't. And then I have to redo it again. I'm like, what the heck, yo? What's going on? Oh so I'm just like, guys, yeah. this is my ID. This is my number. Like, just take it. <laughs> so so my, my question would be is, what is preventing somebody from screenshotting it and uh, using it again? It does it. It generates oh, so each the time, like, barcode, yeah. One time. So it's only valid for like a certain time. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But and it can't be rescanned either. And I'm just like, but like if I screenshot it and then rescan for like the 20 minutes, does that still work? No. But I don't So okay. But why does it need to be so it's contactless? Yes. But it's but it's also drawbacks quite a bit. Wow. I, but I don't understand why it needs to be regenerated every 20 minutes. I mean all the time. Why can't it just be a it's it's probably because you could send it to me and I could go as Kevin to the brick and nobody would know. Are there any changes that you think? Anything that 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 issues that brought up when you in your tenure as you know a student assistant that you feel that can be made? Anything that I can voice? Um. So a lot of my time was spent helping people, right? So I know a lot of the problems that people face. Um, I would say guess a lot of the things is that people won't really ask for help okay so that one of the things that we did was we did these called proactive checkups right and we'd go um, and we'd go to every single person at the brick bsc and children's center and ask hey how's your day is, is everything working um, well for you and you would be surprised at how many people have a problem but are too like shy or they don't want to say anything because they don't think it's a problem they'll be like they're worried that we'll think that, oh, you really called us for this? Like, you could have just done this, you know? And, like, I feel bad because that's not what we're trying to put out there. And people just think if the problem is so small that they can just overlook it, even though it kind of bothers them or it's not helping their work get done. So if there's a way for people to be more, I guess, open and not scared of the IT people, or just asking for help with technology at all, I think would be a, a good good thing to have. Because a lot of the problems don't even come up through tickets, none of those, until you go talk to them. And they're like, oh, you know that printer has been uh, been saying this thing for like a week, but it's okay, I just go walk downstairs to do any of my printing. I'm like, I mean, the printer is here for a reason, right? So if it's not working, it's not doing its job, which means you're having to go walk. Um, so, We'd rather take care of you than, than have you do that. So 
I think that's one of the disconnects that we had when we were there is that a lot of people wouldn't tell us anything. Not sure it's because of, are they worried? You know, are we going to say something about them, which was not going to happen. So it just, it just, I, I wish those would come up because a lot of people need help and they don't want to say it. For sure. That's that's one thing um, I can think of. Maybe maybe eliminating the scare of calling IT or being like, oh, I have to call IT. Dang it, maybe I won't do that. I'll wait. You know, um, IT people, at least these new folks that come on, they should be approachable. They should be dependable, um, and they should be sociable. Right? We shouldn't be the group that's like they're in the cave. You know, you don't want to disturb <laughs> them. Like they're the, the weird crowd. You know, you they should be. They should be like normal people, and you know, everyone should should want to hang out, and you know, um, and we we also want to help everybody. I think we should we want to get that across. So that would help. Um, just doing that proactive health checks. Trying to think what else. Um, I don't really know what else. Everything was pretty good over there. Um, it sounds like you have new management, or not you, but IT staff have new management now, so um, can't really say anything with that either. But um, I think also let the kids, I mean, they're, we all learn over there, so sometimes you need to give them a little space, right? Because they know some things and some of the higher ups may think, oh no, that won't be it. Um, so work on building a team, I guess, would be another thing is that is very good because Jonas is going to be stuck with them for a long time. <laughs> at least if they're if they're young, yeah. right? So, hope um, so. It's definitely good to use that time to to grow together. I guess definitely. definitely. And um, I think that's it. Honestly, the job was really good. So it's the only thing I could think of was people shouldn't be scared of us. You know, I don't want people to be like, oh, what did we do? You know, when we come over there, and I'm like can I use your computer for a second? They're always like really scared. Like we caught them doing something. <laughs> We're not like, if we, if we wanted to look at your stuff, we could, we might. Do that. <laughs> but, but like, why would we do that? Like, you know, that's pointless. So yeah. Some, some people get scared when we come into the clock in computer because they, they may have done some things and um, they're always a little scared. Like, what are we going to find out? <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything. You know, like I'm just here to help you out. That's all. So I saw that you time much. edited here. You didn't punch in at this time. Like yep, yep. saw so you ran the clock back a little backwards <laughs> to, to see to change it. I mean, so that's everyone should treat us, you know, the same, and um, and shouldn't be scared. You know, ask for help if you need it, and we'll do it. And ask for help either otherwise too, because otherwise we're just sitting in the room the whole day. So um, you'll give us exercise asking for help. So it's good, win-win. I think for ASI, um, broadening the, so, okay, so we have a lot of jobs that, um, you know, get students with technology, you know, working with things that they would when they go outside of ASI. Um, I think it would be, I know that there's still a disconnect there, right? And I mean, a lot of people still don't know how to do some things on a computer that could be useful for them later on in life. Um, maybe, I don't know, this is in the purview of ASI, but there's a lot of events that are there. Um, and I know clubs have tech events and stuff like that, but at least maybe you should have workshops like, hey, 
MBPR is throwing together a um, how to use Lightroom, Photoshop, whatever software they have. Um, and they should be able to, because, you know, when you teach somebody something, the person who's doing the teaching gets knowledge as well. You know, they're cementing their knowledge. And the person they're teaching is also learning something. I think ASI has such a breadth of skills. You know, you have financial services, you have DPR, you have IT, um, how to manage people, all that stuff. I think it'd be cool to have workshops with different pro staff and, um, you know, all that kind of stuff to teach students that are not directly affiliated with ASI. Um, what it means to to do this, or even show them the ASI culture, because a lot of them don't even know what ASI does really. So that would be that'd be something I was thinking about. Would be a, a cool thing at ASI. Um, I've had a lot of people come to me when we were doing things at the Brick. We we had this big TV that we were trying to fix, um, and they were like really interested, and they were asking when the position if there there'd be an opening for our job and things like that. Um, It'd be, it'd be cool to give them a taste of what we do, you know, on the daily. It'd be, be pretty cool. Um, in terms of the school, a lot of the things I had with the school um, had been since rectified, so that is a good thing. Um, I don't really know anything technology-wise what I would consider for the school. I want to say that cloud is a good direction, but there's also a good balance between security and usability. So by having this duo uh, on our phones, sure, your security goes way higher, but what do people want to do instead? They, they may make riskier decisions. Say, for example, they turn off their lock screen on their phone because they're like, I don't want to have to unlock my phone to open the notification and press accept because I have to unlock to use the lock screen notification. Um, I know a lot of people that just do that because they're like, I don't want to have to do this. So there should be more flexibility with the trade-offs between security and usability. Because obviously if something is super secure, somebody wants to find a way around it because it's not usable for them. You know, it doesn't fit in with how they do things. So that's something I would I would consider, especially the timeouts like we talked about. 12 hours makes sense for some things, but not really all things, right? I mean, it doesn't doesn't make sense, especially when some of them, like Outlook on your phone, doesn't even enforce that. So how can the web Outlook enforce it, but my phone Outlook doesn't? There's obviously a mismatch in terms of what's... I just, it's just cool. It's, it's just funny, though, how I really wanted to be uh, in, like, in your position, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, kind of there, but not really. <laughs> Um, in a way, you're, those guys are going to like kind of report to you in a, in a sense, right? They're, they're going to tell you about what they're doing. And so you're, you're in like high level, you get to learn what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a, it's a good, good trade-off. I'm excited. I'm excited now. I'm excited now. Like, I feel like I have a better vision. So thank yeah. you. You should talk to them as soon as they come on. Oh yeah. So, I'm going I'm to yeah. be like, hey, Scott, whenever you guys are hiring, I'm gonna make my headquarters the the second floor now. <laughs> That's where I'm gonna be at. <laughs> I'm away from all the government stuff. I'm I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm with the IT people. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty sick. You you like it there? <laughs> it's a nice room. You gave me a tour. Remember That's the true. one time? Uh, you're like, yeah, this is where we were looking at the Mac. 
Still sitting oh, in my garage, bro. Oh, yeah, we tried to unscrew, right? I remember. You bought that from the auction, right? Should have told me. Should have told me that. Should have told me. Now I got my Mac back here. My M1, it's so much better, but. We should have salvaged the SSD from it. I didn't. We should have done that at least. The Well, remember, you y'all took out the SSD. Oh, we did? Yeah, remember? Because for the uh, for data, for data. I thought we would have wiped it. Okay. No, you wiped it. But well, oh, I think you tried to wipe it and then you just took it out because you couldn't. Oh yeah, we didn't have a an NVMe mm -hmm. interface or whatever that Apple proprietary yeah, stuff is. Yeah, honestly, wait. Oh, I'm not able to turn it on though. So I don't even know. Was it was it for parts when you got it? Is that why? Yes. Yes, it was for oh, parts. Why did you buy it? Because I don't know. I thought it could work again. I thought it was like a minor fix. You should, you should have just asked me because yes i know i didn't know at the time you said that after and i was like i paid 66 dollars for this <laughs> it's not the worst of purchases though no, so it's not it's not that bad no that's good um how are you liking your mac man it is i, I can't reach it but um it's um it's pretty good it's so got the m1 um it's honestly it hasn't slowed down at all which i'm very surprised about hmm. But I updated to Monterey, and the battery life is not good. Like, I don't know what changed. The Big Sur was amazing, and Monterey is not, not that good. That's so sad. I thought but it was even this, better. I thought so, too, but I have these memory leaks that come up. So, like, I've never seen this message before, but it says your computer has run out of application memory. And you know what application is doing? It says Finder. I'm like, bro, what is Finder doing? It's like using 14 gigs of memory. I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I was just, it's, it's weird, but, um, when it works, it works great. I love, you know, one thing I really hate though, is like, when you put it on your lap, it's not warm at all. It's like freezing cold because it's like, it's metal, you know, mm. and it doesn't heat up. The bottom doesn't heat up because the chip is not using that much power, mm. but, um, it stays cold for a long time versus like this laptop I'm on right now. Like, oh, it's, I mean, the fan's on full blast, so it's hot, but <laughs> But um, it's efficient. It's a good thing. And the battery lasts for, it used to last for like a week, but now like two days. Dang. Pretty good though. I mean, with my kind of usage though, yeah. anything that's yeah. above like four hours is amazing, you know? I have Chrome, Safari, Firefox all open at the same time and <laughs> it handles it very well. <laughs> it's a good, good computer. I think it was, it's one of the, I wouldn't have bought an Apple computer otherwise, but since they built their own chip, mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, we'll give them a shot. It's it's good, right? It's a good computer. Yeah. So yeah. What about you? You at the M1, 16 um, gigs? I think I bought it at a wrong time. Why? I don't know because because I was using my uh, my Razer laptop a lot, right? I was basically doing all my editing on there, all my programming, pretty much on there. Um, I would use my Surface for taking notes in class for like yeah. small little tweaks in terms of like drawings for like Adobe Fireworks or Photoshop. Um, and uh, like I had those two computers and I, and I used it, you know, and they were pretty good. And then when I got the Mac, I got it in May, you know, right when the school year ended. So, um, and I mean, we were still at home. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense for me to, to, to use that instead. But I feel like the additional computer was like, 
why do I need this many computers? Like, like I literally was using what I used and getting a Mac now, just threw everything out of the water. So before I started my internship, I used my Mac solely. Um, and then after the internship, when school started back again, I literally just used, um, I didn't use the Mac that much anymore. I literally was just using my Surface and my Razer yep. again. And then when spring break, and then when summer came, uh, not summer, when winter break came, I was using the Mac solely again. And I was a little bit using the Razer, but my Surface yeah. was literally in like a bin. Like <laughs> it was like in a bin, like that. I didn't even touch it for like the seven weeks of break. I was just like, wow. Uh I got turned it back on like this week and I was like, wow, that was my final for my uh, for my artificial intelligence class. Wow, that's crazy. Uh -huh. So that's funny. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't even know what I'm really using it for. And I, I understand that it's so much faster. Than, I mean, before I ran out of data, because I got the 256 version and I don't know why I tried to do everything on there. Like I bought a whole external drive so I can do everything on, but I just haven't been, I mean, I use it, but I just don't use it for everything. Right. Like, I just move it off after I didn't edit on it, which I should use it for. Right. Um, and, uh, it was, it was fast. It was clean. It was good. I was using Premiere Pro. Um, that was optimized, but I didn't use Final Cut yet, which is the main reason why I wanted to get it. Cause Final Cut is so much faster. Final Cut has, you know, it, it's more optimized. It's, it's made um, by Apple. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh huh. So I haven't got a chance to check it out yet because like three hundred dollars. So I've been waiting. Wow. Um, what DaVinci Resolve? I've heard good things about them. Oh yeah, Davin yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. But I mean, I wanted to go with something that was native. You know, it was made by um, the same company. So I mean, that's what it's been like right now. It's been good though, sitting on my desk. Nice monitor, two K monitor for it. Um, wow. So. Yeah, and it's running via USB C. Yes. Yeah, that's that's right. Oh, the monitor is USB C. Yes. Oh wow. I, I had to make that's sure. Cool. I had to make sure. I was like, I'm not about to use HDMI on this issue. No, if I paid for a USB C out, I need to get a USB C monitor. You know. That's amazing. Nice. Um, it's a good good computer. Mm -hmm. It's a. I like it. It's it's. I think it's one of Apple's like good redesigns. It's not just like a. You know, now it's got the i7 or whatever. The price point is perfect for this, like, computer, right? Um, and I, I think now that they know that it's a hit, the M2 is going to be, they're just going to come back to Intel prices because everyone knows how good it is, right? Well, the I M mean, the 15, yeah. what was it? The 16-inch one and 13-inch ones are more. They're so expensive. Yeah. They're more than Because now everyone knows, they're like, if the M1 is this good, yeah. what is two M1s going to be? What is four M1s going to be, right? So... Yeah, and, and then no, sorry. the only part that I'm sad about is that it doesn't want Windows natively anymore. You know, you got to do parallel, so you can run Windows on ARM. <laughs> <laughs> that's the parallels, but yeah, that's yeah. But it's I mean the chip, the bandwidth is just like everything flies. It doesn't seem like anything's like being held back, um, which is amazing. Like. Usually Macs get slow over time, but this is one of those Macs that feels like it'll still stay fast for a while. This better last me ten years, okay? <laughs> like yeah, everyone else is that. Lock on wood, like this. This works because um, it's a good good computer. But I definitely get the feeling when you have like multiple devices and you don't know like why you have one of them because you don't use it. So kind of short story, but um, I I got the Pixel right, Pixel Six. Um, 
I had the OnePlus 6T before. You've yes, seen that one. Yes, bro. Yo, mm. yo, what is the last of you? <laughs> right? It works really like it was, it was perfect, right? But T-Mobile had this deal. It was like, trade in a phone and get 300 off the Pixel. I was like, okay, um, what phones do you take? They said, we have we take iPhone 6. I had one. Um, that phone is so slow, by the way. It's like, it doesn't work at all. Um, and I have a, a 5... Uh, was this SE over here? So this one's newer anyway. So I was like, I'll just give away the six. So I gave it away. Um, and this phone was only like 300 bucks. So I was like, yeah, okay, that's, this is a good deal, right? You know, what am I going to do? This phone's not going to give me any of their resale value later on. So I um, got the Pixel. And now I have the OnePlus 6T and I have a Pixel. I'm like, so this is what I told myself. I'm just going to keep it in the box for like a year or so. Until I'm done with the 6T and I'll use the Pixel, but I didn't do it. <laughs> I wanted to use the Pixel as soon as I got it. I was like, bro, this tensor chip is gonna do amazing. But, um, it's a it's a lot of I don't know. I don't I don't like it that much. <laughs> so, one one thing I have. So first off, fingerprint sucks. Okay, you cannot go outside in the sun and use the fingerprint scan. It doesn't work. Wow. Like the. I don't know what it does. The light's not like, uh, this doesn't work at all. So I have to cover it with shade, like cup it, and then put my finger on it. Yeah. It's really bad. Second of all, um, the camera is great, okay? But if you're taking a picture, like say you had a worksheet and I want to take a picture of it, only the center is in focus. Everything else is like a bokeh effect. It's the lens. The lens is like... Well, which one are you using? The the normal the main the main huh yep um and they say that's because the focus plane is only good like in the center like a small circle around it and the edges become fuzzy which is great for like portraits but not for this like not for when I need to do something even the camera says move back to improve focus and not to move not to move um, and the ultra wides is not that good it's really grainy but. A three hundred dollar phone for me, so I didn't expect a lot. <laughs> so, wait, is that the pro? No, it's a six, oh, just the regular. Six, yeah. I didn't want a curved screen, man. Like I, I don't like the screen. I don't want it, right? And what am I giving up? The four X camera and what? An extra four gigs of RAM, I think. That's it. And what, the curved the screen. Facing, the front facing camera. Oh yeah, what is that? Like eight megapixel on mine and twelve on the other one. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't really use the front-facing camera that much anyway for it to matter. Um, I just cared about the main camera. So I was like, main camera is the same. That's okay. Takes, I've heard pixels take great pictures. So um, it was, I think it was a good deal. But curved screens are not my thing. I think I dropped a phone with a curved screen before, and it, it shattered. So I didn't, didn't want to do that. I think it was the S, it was the S6 something. The Note, Note S7? something. Oh, the note, probably the notes. Yeah, I think notes. it was called an edge. It had edge in the yes, name. Yes, that one that had the sl yeah, I know what you're talking about. And it had like apps you could like uh -huh. open on the screen. <laughs> yeah, bro, like that thing was is begging to break. Like as soon as I got it, like it was not good. Um, my mom got the one plus eight. Oh, it was like there was a really good deal on it. It was like two hundred and fifty bucks for it. Um, it's like it's a good phone, but it's a curved screen, so. Mm -hmm. And you can't find screen protectors for it that work well because they don't stick. So 
a trade-off, you know, but Pixel 6 is, is a good phone if you're in the dark. <laughs> but the camera, dude, low-light performance is amazing. No, I believe it. Amazing, yeah. It's really good. Because it's like a 48 megapixel sensor and it's been to 12 megapixels, so it combines like four uh, some pixels together to make a, a actual pixel. It's pretty pretty cool stuff. My phone story about the Pixel 6. Well, let me backtrack real quick. Uh, so I had the iPhone 6s. I got that like in 2017. Um, I had the, what did I have? That was the beginning of, oh, should I go? Ah, that's it. I'll just go way back. We'll start off. <laughs> we'll start off with the Moto, the Motorola Pure Edition. Remember that? Is that the one where you did all the programming on it? Like the, um... The XDA stuff on there. Oh, oh, that's my Moto X4. Dang, oh. the, uh, dang, you right, you right. Okay, no, Moto X Pure Edition. I loved it because it was like a Nexus 6, but it was an actual mo with all the Moto features and stuff, right? I bought that 2016, then it shattered a good three months later. Um, it was an Amazon, it was Amazon Prime Day deal. Bought it for only 200 bucks. Shattered a few months later. Then I got the S7. It was cool. It was all right. You know what I'm saying? Had a curved screen too. But for some reason, the phone was just slow. So then I was like, uh, I think I might have to give this one a break. So then beginning of 2017, March, I remember specifically, it was March 2017. I bought my first iPhone. iPhone success. Beautiful phone. Never slowed down once. Never had an app close me out. That phone was God given. I had it for two years. I used it solely. Like I had my S7, but I was and I was beginning of my two phone journey. But I was like, no, this iPhone is where it's at. And I miss Google, but it it was just a great experience. Then um what happened after that? I I what, what was it? It was hunting for it was until 2019. It was 2019, and I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and give the pixel a try you know what i'm saying so i ordered it it was on google Fi when you could like order phones from them and like return it <laughs> like for 14 days later so i bought the pixel one on one of my accounts and then the pixel two on another one of my accounts and i tried both of them just to see how it was end up nice. liking the pixel two better so i returned them both and then i bought the pixel two from best buy refurbished worst idea ever best buy refurbished phones are trash because they only have a 90-day return policy and yeah, it was just it was so slow. It was so slow. It was trash. How did how did how did that happen though? How do you think it becomes slow? Like, what do they do? I don't know. I just don't know, man. I just think these Android phones are just crappy. I just I'll just be honest with you, man. I think this was what it is. Um, I don't know, but that's all I have. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, it's like they they used all the storage up and like reset it a couple times and like used up the NAND. I don't know what they did. Well. So I had that, but I had the Pixel 2 XL, but it was big. And I don't like a big phone. Like the, the, the 6S was small and like I could put it in my pocket. So, yep. um, but I still use the Pixel XL. It was cool. It was cool. And then after that, it was the, it was December and the Pixel 3 was on sale and it was a smaller phone, had a fingerprint sensor. People were raving about the camera. It honestly, I bought it. You know, it was a complicated deal with Verizon for 500 bucks. First time I paid that much for a phone outright. 
and mm-hmm. um I bought it and I fell in love with it. The Pixel Three honestly was my favorite Pixel phone. Small size, great fingerprint sensor, great camera. It never slowed down on me. Like I mean, it didn't. Some apps did close, but like it wasn't like wasn't it wasn't the big deal that it really was to me at the time. It was a perfect phone, and a dumb Kevin left it out, and I got it stolen. Ugh. Oh no! Got me crying. That was February twenty twenty. Got me crying. A day after my it was, it was a day before a day after my birthday. I was so sad, so sad. Dang. Then I started using my old my mom's um, the Moto X for where they did the whole XDA oh, stuff. I remember that. Yeah, I, I saw it. You were in Jenny's. We were in Jenny's lab, and you showed me your phone. I was like, "Whoa, where did this come from?" <laughs> it's still right here, sitting on my desk, collecting du- dust. <laughs> Good backup phone, right? Uh, no, it's not. No, it's trash. I just still have it out. Because all those gestures, you could go used to open <laughs> yeah. the camera. Yeah. That's what I did like, like. Honestly, if a if Motorola came up with a nice, like like actual fast phone that was like high quality, like you know what I'm saying, like they had what they had the Moto Zs, they had the, the Gs, but no, if they actually had something that was like a good like, like ship, yeah, yes, I'll probably go back honestly because I did like the gest- I did like the features about it and the stock Android experience, um, but okay. my the the Moto X four was not cutting it. That bitch was just terrible. Um, so then in April of 2020. I rebought an iPhone just to see if it was okay. Again, about the SE, the new SE. Okay, um, SE two. Yes, so it's been almost two years now, and it's it's cool. It's been a nice phone. I've been using it. It's pretty much my daily driver at this point, but it's not as good as the success was. It constantly freaking crashes on me. But the um, CPU is like from the like way later generation. Yeah, I know it is. It is. Uh-huh. I don't know what. Battery life is great though. I mean, you can charge that bitch up so quick too. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, really? iPhone does that? No. Yeah. Okay. That bitch oh. charges like zero to fifty in like a good twenty minutes. Dang. Okay. Never mind. That's fast. <laughs> okay. This thing is so slow. Maybe like dude, thirty. Like... Maybe like thirty. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, but it's it's quick, bro. It's quick. That's amazing. It's nice. I love yeah. it, and it doesn't die too. Like if I put it on battery saver, it's not gonna die for like the rest of the day. But if I don't, then it will die. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it's time for me to replace the battery too. I think it's on like 80 something percent. So, yeah. Um, but, and then, and then, and then, uh, what was it? So, I was using that iPhone for probably a year. And then I wanted to go and get a, a, a Android phone because I wanted to see if they improved over the, or, you know, over the past year, you know. Yep. Um, and I bought the Pixel 4a 5G. Um, okay. I asked myself, why did I buy an Android phone and not use it for the whole year? So <laughs> I did it, bro. I bought a Pixel 4 A5G April of last year. Barely used it. That thing still. I bought a 128. Knowing from my stage up to 64 Pixel 3, I bought a 128 gig. Barely use it. And I was like, this is stupid. This is why. Why did I do this to myself? Um, and. Uh, and when it was coming on time for me to buy my mama phone, I was like, should I give her this 4A5G or should I give her my 6? This, this is, or buy her a 6, you know, or should we switch or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And doing the research, it was still like early on when it just came out. I decided to give her the latest phone so she wouldn't complain, 
that it was slow, that didn't work, or that it was going to be gone. You can't, even if it is slow, you can't say anything, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, this is a new top of the line phone. Don't come for me. Okay. Don't come for me. And uh, bought it for her, and it was good. It, it's been okay so far. Um, I've started using my 485G literally as my daily driver. It was my New Year's resolution to use it more than my iPhone. So I take it with me everywhere. And I do miss some iPhone features now, like um, Find My Friends, because I actually have all my friends pretty much on Find My Friends now. Um, yeah. And I, I can't track my AirTags, you know, which is yeah. sucks. And AirTags are a whole nother story. Them issues are so great, but privacy is so bad. Um, and yeah. then uh, what else? What else? Yeah, those two things. I finally got my I uh, finally got my uh, the iMessage on the iPhone, and the Mac came in handy for that. <laughs> like iMessage server thing that you did, yes. and like, and it works well. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, it well, it works like ninety percent of the time. There was like a time pretty- where I couldn't send a message, and I was like, "Come on, come on," but it works all the time. Do you have to open a port? How does it get to your house? Um, it's to it's through the cloud. Okay. Yeah, it's to, I I actually don't know how it worked exactly, but I think it's through the cloud. Yeah. Is it free? Yeah. Uh huh. It's called Air Message. Yeah, it Pretty used cool. to be where you where you had to open a port, but I think it connects with your Google account now. So yeah, some way some. They can see all your messages, maybe. <laughs> so, but and you can send. Uh, everything you can't play games and all send me me emojis and stuff like that but you can what about reactions reactions you can't send no but you'll receive like but you'll see people. them yeah oh okay good mm-hmm. oh you can will it actually like show it or will it just say um blah 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 liked oh no it's, it's not like android no it will show it okay that's good mm-hmm. i always get those messages this person loved this i'm like okay nice yeah. you know so I've been slowly and slowly inching away from Google Voice and giving people out my regular number so they can use iMessage. Um, but yeah, two phones, I really don't see the need anymore, to be honest with you. I thought I thought I saw a need for it back in the day, you know, one Android, one iPhone. But now it's like, I just use one phone all the time, you know? And I've been inching away from the iPhone because I haven't really used the Android that much, but then also because it's stuck on 4G. And on T-Mobile doing like four to seven o'clock, it's terrible coverage. Yeah. When it's on 5G, then it's good. So maybe because- So 5G is less congested than 4G yes. because less people have it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Interesting. Wow, yeah. I remember whenever we have like a Bronco Fusion concert, you cannot use the data, even though there's like good signal, right? It's, it's not usable anymore. Even phone calls don't work, it's crazy. Like the capacity isn't there at all. Pretty, pretty surprising. I was gonna say this. I mean, this phone's been great. The only thing I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Maybe we'll come back. But um, it's a, it's a good phone. It's I still think iPhones have their um their place. They're still really good phones. They work very well. Like it's the phone that I take with me if I needed something to work. Like, if I needed to be there by the time, like, you know, the battery should still be good and usable by the time I get back from whatever, an iPhone is what I take with me. 
I, I can't I can't trust the pixel. Like I still need to be around the charger, and this thing takes forever to charge. Yeah, I don't know I what it is. It right I don't know why it it's that. Like three hours to charge it. Using the the fast charger, not that fast charger, a higher charger. Include, oh, they didn't include uh, it in the box. No, no, no. You don't have to use a thirty watt one as long as it's more than twenty three watts. Well, I use my laptop charger actually. Huh. So that thing should be like yeah, sixty five at least. I you I have two cables on my desk. I have two cables on my desk. I have a hundred watt right now. Hold up, is it hundred? Yeah, one of them is a hundred watt insignia one. Another one is a ninety watt insignia one. Both of them will charge the phone in an hour and thirty minutes. <laughs> um, but there's no fast charge capability. It's like trickle, bro. I'm like, why does it take forever to charge this four A five G? And for my mom too, I'm just like. She has the phone sitting on the charger, which is bad, but I mean, at least it's charged when she needs it. Um, so the Pixel actually, it does some cool things. Like if you set an alarm, say you're going to sleep, you set an alarm for 8, 8 a.m., um, it will do a slow charge and only get you up to 100% at 8 a.m. Oh, okay. So it's kind of smart. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. So the phone calls, you know, those robocalls that comes like, oh, auto insurance or whatever. Well, I would get so many of them when I had the 6T, but with this phone, I haven't gotten any of them because it, you know, I get like, so somebody, say somebody calls me, um, I don't even get notified. I get a little hidden notification at the top that says call screen in progress. And if it hears like their like message that comes on, it just ends the call right there. Wow. And they don't even get to leave me a voicemail. So it's great. And um, I gave somebody my number recently and they called me. And it said call screening in progress. I didn't see it, but um, they were like, who is this? Like, you know, because they were like, why am I talking to a robot? And they were really saying that. And then Google thought, oh, they must need to talk to Keshav. So they, it rung my phone then. So it's like, it's pretty cool, right? So is it a strictly six feature? Because I use call screening all the no, time now. It's it's not strictly. I think it's just all Google Pixel phones. Oh no 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 no! I mean I I, I use call screening too, but yeah. I, what I still guess is it says it tells me suspected. Maybe I um, think honestly I think there is a setting where I could automatically like for the calls it can automatically screen them, but I don't want to do that because people will be hanging up all the time too. They're like Kev, why are you? Just just talk to the robot, like you know. Yeah. Just talk just to what it has to say, you know, like. <laughs> It's helping me out. You help me too. Yeah, right? Yeah. But on Google Voice, when it said, does Google Voice, uh, the Google Voice member is uh, trying to reach you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, say your name at the tone. People would just hang up. I'm like, guys, just talk to the robot, okay? Like, I yeah. know nobody needs voicemails nowadays, so we always try to, you think it's a voicemail, we hang up. But no, leave a message. Just go through it, you know? Because <laughs> yeah, once you do it, it'll tell you, and then you can pick it up, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be screening it. it too, though, on like people's numbers. I don't have. I have. I do have a few people that I'm not saving contacts. I'm a big proponent of that. I barely say people's numbers in contacts, um, especially if they're sure. new. So then I just call screen. I'm like, oh, that was you. Better be answer. <laughs> exactly. I just no, think it takes. Closer. I think it takes too long though. Like it does. To have it uses a lot of time, right? It's like the Google Voice subscriber has enabled call screening. After the tone, please, you know, say your name, press pound, or I don't know, whatever. Um, oh, oh no, I didn't mean but, that one. I meant the regular call screening one through the Pixel. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, hi, I'm the Google Assistant, whatever. It has to introduce itself. Otherwise, people are like, what the hell is this? No, yeah, I agree. The other thing it does, though, is when I call people, and you know how you have those hold trees where you, like, um, I'm not called. Yes, people, it guess. said hold, 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 uh, hold for me. Hold for me is one of them. But the other one is, like, when you're calling somebody that has, like, press one for this and two for this, like, it will transcribe all of it. And I just press, like, the button that says, accounts and i'll just press it and then it'll send that to them wow. yours does that too i bet right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well i haven't so, seen it yet we're saying um what is this two is that three is that but it said hope but hopefully works yeah i actually use live captions all the time too live captions oh, so yes yeah. it tells me battery performance will be affected when i turn it on so i'm like mm, yeah Maybe it knows the CPU is like not efficient. So, so, you know, it's like you know. the tensor chip. Come on, you gotta do all these things at the same time, man. It's not. It's not good. <laughs> it's not that fast. I would say the Pixel 60. I opened some apps together. And they were the same. Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know the difference. I just like stock Android, so this is good. I feel sad for my mom because the fingerprint has not worked, and we tried. We tried. Like my fingerprint works. Well, it worked to 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 um. It worked to, what am I trying to say? It memorized my fingerprint. You enrolled it. Few, yeah. yeah, I enrolled it. And a few times it's worked to unlock it. But I cannot enroll my mom's fingerprint to save her life. It's, <laughs> try it right now? Let's see. Oh, now it's working great, isn't it? Okay, so now. Oh, did it. Okay, never mind. It's not, it not good It takes a while though, too. Yeah, it takes, sometimes it takes forever, dude. Like the little white thing will just light up and it just keeps thinking. They should have really had face unlock on this thing, honestly. With a mask? I saw I some mean, guy, Apple could do it. I saw some guy with the four the other day, and I felt so bad for him. I was like, how do you like me the four? He's like, bro. <laughs> they're, they're trying to get that, that. You know, the four had that radar in it. It too. did. The, the soul, the solely or something? Solely thing, yeah. Did that thing, I heard it wasn't good, though. Did it work well? I don't know. Should have asked him. He probably would have used it though. Um, I I was I was thinking I would wish this phone would have had it, but I wish I, I wish had both. Why couldn't they just put yeah. both on it? You know? Yep. What was their face unlock? Was it like the iPhone kind of thing with the IR and all that stuff before? Um no. I mean, it was just a camera. Mm, I actually don't remember. I think it was a like it, it was not as great as the iPhone one, but it was yeah. like a better camera. Like I, well, I used the regular camera, but it had something else on top of it. I don't remember what it was though. I don't. But it was good. It worked well. Mm, I don't know. Probably better than the fingerprint for sure, though. <laughs> well, not better than the OG fingerprints, bro. Oh, that's dude, I missed those ones on the back of the phone. That's the main reason. That is the main reason I kept it. I said to myself, I was like. I'm gonna have to go to the in-display fingerprint sensor. How will I ever unlock my phone? Like, <laughs> cause the SE, even on the iPhone SE, it still has a fingerprint one. That's the main reason why I got it too. You know, I don't want the face unlock. Like Apple now is starting to do face unlock with a mask on. They're now starting yes. to do it. There were like tricks before where you'd enroll half of it with it and then you take put it on your mask and then you would um enroll the other and it would still work oh. because it was learning on all of it but um but now it actually will work first party without messing with it Ooh. Ooh.
I'm jealous, man. That's like instant too. You just like brush your finger across it and it's like done. Right? I love it, man. Sorry sorry about that, man. You gotta face that. That's the main reason. They on the next one, like no, not on the next one. On the five no, what are they on? Six? On the sixth day, it's gotta be it's gotta be on the side. It has to be. Side or the back. I got the uh, oh you can't see. Oh, you got the black one? I mean white one? Seafoam green. Oh. I don't know if that even looks green, but it's um Hmm. like barely green. But it's nice. I got the so I didn't tell you this, but I got two Pixel Sixes, right? One was black. Um, the first one was black. But dude, weirdest thing, I don't know what's up with Google's quality control, but on this edge right here, it would literally like cut your hand when you hold it. So if you hold it like this, um, and like this hand right here, it would cut cut it right there essentially. Oh. So you couldn't grip the phone without it like gouging your hand. And I showed my product to the T-Mobile store, and they were like, oh, well, Google probably would have made a, like a flaw like that, right? So um, <laughs> I was like, okay, let me, can I get another phone? I would like to return this. So I was like, okay, I'll get the black one, because I, you know, returning the black, I should get a black replacement. So I got a replacement, and guess what? Same problem. I was like, this can't be me. Like, I can't be the only one to notice this. Um, so I called him again. I was like, what do I do now? Like, they're going to think I'm, like, really dumb because I've returned this phone twice. I did return it. And then I was like, so here's a problem. And they kept trying to convince me that it's not a problem. I was like, it is because I'm holding it and it's bothering me. And I just got the phone. It's not like I'm trying to play any games with them, right? So um, I asked them. It's like, can I try the other green one, the seafoam one? And it was perfect. So I thought the black black phones. But and this one doesn't show fingerprints. The black one did. So oh. it was better anyway. Did you look it? It is. Up? What did your what did your mom get? Um I think I got her a black one. <laughs> but she, she has a case. Has a case it's a case on it. There's a yeah. case on it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm mad that they don't have any more fabric. They don't make fabric cases for it anymore. But um they don't, but there's this caseology one that's really nice. You should, you should look at it. It's um it's like sandstone. It feels good. Um it's like nine bucks on Amazon, but it's a nice case. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna look into that in my, on my next one. I was really debating like selling this for a five G and getting the five. Not right now, but I was thinking about the it. The five A's got a really good deal like going on, I think. Oh, the five A. No, no, not the five A. The the five. Oh. The five. Because yeah. it's a smaller phone, and all the phones they make now are big. So. The six is huge, by the way. <laughs> Man, and it feels like a brick. Like you should lift this if we ever um, meet in person. Oh my god, it's like <laughs> actually heavy. these phones nowadays i like when they're small and cute and they can go in my back pocket and nobody will notice that it's there like i don't know i'm not i'm not afraid of getting something like this <laughs> yes yeah. that's small i don't care about the 720p screen okay that's what i got my 4k laptop for but <laughs> you know i agree yeah uh phones we're not trying to make them phablets or whatever else they were trying to call them back then mm-hmm. yeah 
just a fun. How do you feel about um? Speaking about tablets, how do you feel about uh the new the the note line going away, and just now the flip and the. Oh, yeah. They're combining it with the S series, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. Honestly, Samsung is very. They do a lot of things before other people do it, mm -hmm. and what I'm worried about is that. If people are like, oh, this phablet's awesome, um, maybe that'll catch on. I hope it doesn't because I hate them. But like, hey, I, I just think they just want to try it out. Phones are already getting pretty big anyway. So the Note series and the S series are probably pretty close in actuality, right? It's probably not, not big of a difference. I think it makes sense, but um, I wouldn't have liked it to have merged. I think there's still a market for smaller phones for people. Especially, I mean, with the folds and all that, like everyone was saying, I don't want a thick phone, but now they're okay with making a phone that's like this thick. <laughs> um, so like, it doesn't make sense to me. I still want a phone with a big battery, you know, like a really big battery. You know what I think they should do? This has been my idea for a long time. Well, they say charging your battery up to 100% degrades it, right? What if you give me a phone like how SSDs do it, you get a 500 gig SSD, it's actually 600 gigs, but they've under provisioned or over provisioned it essentially. Um, they should do that with batteries. Give me a 6,000 milliamp hour battery, but make it 4,800 milliamp hours of usable capacity. And that buffer should prevent me from getting into the 100% zone. I should only be able to charge up to 80, even though I think it's 100%, you know? Um, I think that would be a good, good, good thing to do. I mean, that would help with battery health, but what? Other... But why they're not in the business to do that? Because what, what are they going to gain by giving me a bigger battery? Is that I get last longer between I get a new phone? Like, just it's not <laughs> economics wise, it doesn't work. Did you did you hear about that phone that they that you can take apart? What is that one? Yeah, the um, is it the Pine phone? Mm. Or are you talking about that modular phone? The modular like, one, yeah. There was like a Google, Google made a project of that a while ago. They did, but this one is like a, this one is from some UK company. Uh, MQBHD Fairphone? Pair? Fairphone? Fairphone, Fairphone, yeah. Okay. Sorry, did you say yeah, that earlier that you said like Fair Tree or I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, Fairphone. From like a Carly Pairphone? <laughs> Pairphone, <laughs> you said Pairphone, we meant Fairphone, yes, that one. That one seems chill. It does, but the specs are yeah. like no one's gonna buy it. Like, <laughs> if you're already putting yourself in a mid-range market, right, and you're trying something new, no one's gonna buy it. You have to be a flagship to try something that bold, right? Otherwise, no one's gonna take it seriously. Why am I gonna get a, the people like you and I who actually care about our phone's performance isn't gonna buy or aren't gonna buy a mid-range, right? Um, we would like a flagship. We wouldn't want to settle for less. That was what OnePlus's motto was, was never settle. <laughs> and it took off because you got great specs, but you didn't have to pay that much for it. So. Well, I don't, I, I can't tell you the last time I bought an, uh, a flagship, bro. I mean, I just told you I just bought the 4A 5G. I bought the iPhone SE. It's been right. since 2020. Yeah, since 2020, since I bought the Pixel 3. That was a flagship at the time. That's since true. So, I'm the just... SE, though, I mean, it's got a flagship processor, though, yeah. right? With the uh, Fairphone, 
you're running like a Snapdragon 600 whatever, which is was a mid-range even from when it was created, right? It was never meant to be good. Um, so that's what's kind of a, definitely. If it had an 80 like whatever so, from back, I probably that's would okay. buy it too. Honestly, with you, I probably would buy it just because I could switch up my battery, bro. <laughs> like that's the main reason. Yes. You're like, oh, just yeah. Oh, let me just put put in my new battery in my phone now. Like you always got an extra one on you. That would be gold. That would be gold. I, I agree. And the ports, like if your port gets uh, busted or something, just pull it out, plug it back in. <laughs> there you go. Get another one. Um, yeah, I wish I wish more companies did that. But they're gonna lose money if they do that, right? Yeah. Uh, so they won't. They won't do it until somebody disrupts the market, and they're like, the only way we can catch up is if we do this too. That's what um, Apple did to Intel, right? Mm -hmm. The M1 came out. They're like, crap. We don't have anything that can compete with it. So what do they do? They did Alder Lake, right? They said, now we'll have E cores and P cores instead of Apple is the only one who did that. Wait, what? I'm not even yeah. familiar with with the, what Intel's doing, bro. Honestly, okay, so, on processes, bro, I haven't been, well, besides the phones, but, like, I really haven't been keeping up with, like, the latest, like, laptop, like, computer news on Windows in a minute. So, so Intel has done hybrid architecture now. Which, so they, they have a performance course, P course, and they have efficiency course, E course. Oh, oh, so the all So same as Apple, pretty much. Um, there's still x86, so there's no ARM yet, but um, they have, they call them like Gracemont or something cores. Um, they've named the cores. And so these old cores are supposed to be as powerful, like the E cores are supposed to be as powerful as like a 7700, which is good, right? Not bad. A 7700 is like how many years at this point? Well, it's, it's the age of your computer, right? Um, like your old laptop. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, and that was okay. Yeah. It wasn't bad, right? The only problem we had with those cores was that, um, what was it, back in the time, there was only four core eight thread, right? Yeah. At that time, and the U series was two core four thread. So um, <laughs> it was before Coffee Lake, but the cores were good. So they're saying that these small cores can do that much work with barely any power, which is amazing. That's good. And those P cores um, are in another level of their own. So if they work together, they get very good scores. So. Which innovation? I think competition is good, for sure. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, because Intel has some way to go, man. Especially competing against AMD. It's getting hit on left and right. Left by AMD, right by Apple, like, <laughs> up by ARM, like, just all over, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, Intel's building a new chip fab um, here, so maybe maybe they'll play catch-up soon. Oh, wow. Okay. Shoot, let me go work with... No, I'm playing. <laughs> Honestly, though, AMD, if you're building a new, I want to build a new system. AMD is the way to go right now. Yeah, like, like, I don't, I don't want to deal with the hybrid architecture because a lot of the OSs, they don't know how to schedule the cores mm -hmm. properly. Especially Windows, yeah. it's so freaking, <laughs> you know. And they say it only works well with Windows 11. I'm like, oh, so you're gonna limit me to only using Windows 11 to get good performance out of it? <laughs> How is Windows 11 too? Wait, hold up. Wait, 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 real quick. Wait, is that 12th gen? You said Alder Lake? Alder Lake is 12th. 12th yeah. gen? Okay, shoot. I don't even care. I haven't even known what since the since the, the 10th one. Since they changed their logo, I was like, damn. So I don't know. 10th was Ice Lake. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, for laptops and for desktops, it was called Comet Lake. Mm. And then 11th was Rocket Lake, I think. 
Rocket Lake for desktops and Tiger Lake for laptops, I think. Um, and 12th is this Alder Lake for both, I think. Okay. For sure. I, I, I got to look into that then. I haven't been looking That's in because I'm satisfied with my laptop that I got right here. It's a, I think it's an 8th gen? 8th or ninth gen? One of those. That's, that's a good, yeah. Yeah, 8th or ninth gen. That's going to give you double the coin. Yes, 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 yes. I was so mad, bro, when I literally bought the Dell and I was like, oh. That's we, we both did it, yeah. <laughs> I got the Inspiron and you got the XPS and we had the um the 7th gen. Yeah. And literally, I went back to Best Buy like a few months later and now they got these 8th gen chips with double yeah, the cores. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that's so nuts. And the Vato times would have been way better, man, with this new computer. Mm -hmm. That's why I like the Razer. Like, it's, it's cool. It's straight. But then I did buy it right when they came out with the new ones. But it wasn't even that much of a difference in terms of, um, like, specs, you know? Like, yeah, you get, like, a better graphics card. 2060 is already good, you know? Uh, what else you got? Uh, the processor, 8th, 9th gen, still good. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. So... Um, Samsung's got those new core, those those higher level core count. It's fine. But how um how is Windows eleven, man? How is that going for you? I haven't updated any one of my systems. I will probably update my Surface right before I get the new Surface. So <laughs> to see. we'll see how it goes, and then you'll be like, ah, it's okay. Anyways, <laughs> I'm getting into the Surface. <laughs> Smart. Um, it's it's good when it works. I feel like there's so many animations going on, like. When I open the start menu, everything, all the icons like fly up. Um, when I open an application, like it bounces a little bit. Um, interesting things like that, like new things. It literally just feels like a skin though on Windows 10. Like it didn't even take that long to install, first of all, which I thought it would because it's like a whole new OS. For a while when you'd installed Windows 11, if you said, you know, WinInfo or whatever, it would still be like the Windows 10 logo. And so things have slowly started changing. Like one app now gets the new design, but everything still looks kind of like Windows 10 otherwise. So it's very slow. Um, oh. I haven't run Android apps on my PC yet. Um, I don't think I can handle it, honestly. <laughs> um, but it uses a lot of RAM, and that could just be me because I use my computer pretty roughly we'll say That's not um, yeah so but i feel like there's too much there's a lot of polish i guess like i would say windows 7 would be the equivalent of windows 10 and windows 8 like kind of like windows 11. yeah not again windows vista windows 8 windows 11. they just they, i mean i understand why they updated it because i mean they were losing money from not even making a whole new Big you know, they said that they weren't going to release another um, OS. It was going to be Windows 10 forever. But um, they should have stuck with it, but made it like they should have stuck with it and said like, "Yeah, it's the last OS we're making, but we're going to call this update Windows Marcus Windows." Should be like feature pack. This is the extra yeah. feature pack you can have. 2021, Like you know, I don't know, because it, it really, I was like, I was kind of like mad about it, them going back on the promise, because I believed them for the past six years that they, they, they said it, and they were doing it, you know, but then they were yeah. like, we're not making enough money from our OS sales anymore, and we got to make money on the side from giving the license out to the manufacturers, and we got to up the price of uh, the Windows installations for personal people that want to build their PCs, so we got to get money from all the different corners. 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It, their their practices are are getting a little suspicious now. Like they feel like they I feel like they want to make more money. You know, um, obviously everyone does, but they have so many avenues to do it. They have Azure. Azure. Um, there's so many things going on. Why do you want to increase the price for system builders to get a Windows license? Because these are the people that are gonna. If it's too hard, or if they if it's too much more, you could pirate Windows pretty easily. Um, you know why? Why would you want to make it hard for the enthusiasts that want your OS on their system, right? I don't know. It's, I don't know. You it's might use manufacturers build more Chromebooks than Windows computers. I don't know. I don't know. That is true. Chromebooks are taking like over, man. Like um, my brother has a Chromebook now from his school. Um, they force him to use it. Like you can't use another computer. Oh, wow. But uh, everything just works so well for him, at least. So I, I can't imagine him with a like. Imagine when he had a Mac or a PC. I'd have to say, don't go to the site. Like he'd want to try to watch a game online. Um, you know how all those pop-ups come along. Um, and I'd have to be like, don't click that. But with the Chromebook, I don't have to worry about anything. You know, it's like, what can't you do? There's nothing. It's pretty much locked down. Uh, what do you even install? Yeah. This EXE? <laughs> yeah. And you download the EXE, it's like, I don't know what to do with the file. Open in what text editor you want to, you know? Um, but if you look at it yeah, a little bit too much, any Android things, you know, can be any flaws in that roll over to Chromebooks as well. So it can't, yeah. But the school locks it down so much that you can't like nothing and do anything other than browse the web. That's all it does. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like it, like I mean, it's about to come on in two years of the Surface, so that's why I said you know the replacement type thing. But um, don't you have a Surface Go? No, hell no. I thought you had an i3 Surface. Was that is that not the Go? That was the no. I had one before. My old one. Oh, was, was that the M3? M3. M3. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, that sounds funny. Oh, I didn't tell you. Yeah. So I got the M I had the M3 and then replaced that and got the i5 256. I didn't no. talk about that. No. Oh dang. Yeah, I've been using this i. Yeah, that M3 was terrible. You remember? <laughs> you remember what it was? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're telling me it works well for like it's like that. Like, that's funny. That's pretty funny. I literally just use this for taking notes now, and uh, it could do a little bit of stuff. Like I think I have Eclipse on it. Do I have Eclipse? I have something on it. I, I use it for something. <laughs> yes, code maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe. Or Visual Studio, yeah. Um, but yeah, the i five twenty six. It's been pretty okay. You know what I'm saying? It does heat up quite a bit. Quite a bit and it takes forever to charge when it heats up makes sense so literally i think it was I was, it happened on two occasions one of them i was just doing a regular like i think i was just drawing or something like drawing out something for a class and then yeah. i i couldn't i couldn't it couldn't charge it couldn't charge while heated and it would slow down and i'm like i'm just gonna put you in the freezer so i put it in the freezer <laughs> yeah. put it there for like a good few minutes Took it out, turn it back on. I is good. Let's go. I don't want to get the I thought it was gonna end over there. I thought you were gonna say it didn't work again. I was like, oh my gosh. Why wouldn't oh, it? No. It would turn off. It's just so it's overheating and something. Yeah. Uh huh. It's terrible for the battery because going that rapid drop in temperature. It's just. But uh, I said, screw it. You know, it's fine. And then I was doing a final. 
uh, last semester and uh, the computer wouldn't charge either. And it's tough. Like, I would, I would take it off the charger, of course, but it was on, like, 14%. I can't, I'm not going to be able to use you, you know? So I plugged it in, tried to go, and, like, it, it was really heating up. And I'll still use it when it's heating up because it's not slow yet. But then when it start when I'm starting when I'm starting to like miss lines, then I'm like, oh no, oh. CPU is like running at 300 megahertz or something. <laughs> yeah, I, it's time for the fridge. Do it, do it in the freezer for a good like five minutes. Take it out. All right, we're good. Let's go back. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and it does slow down when I have so many apps open. But I mean, that's literally it's only eight gigs. What can I expect? You know. So the next one, a lot more from an M1 though with eight gigs. <laughs> oh, wait, what? I, I said you can expect a lot more for an M1 with eight gigs oh. of memory. Ah, maybe, maybe. I don't I know. Would, my dad has a MacBook Air with eight gigs, and yeah, he doesn't close anything, and it's still working really well. It swaps very well. Swap memory oh. works pretty well. Dang. But yeah, eight gigs is not good. You can't. Not not in this time, especially for us though. Like we we keep a lot of things open <laughs> that probably don't need to be open, but I just want it there, you know. Somebody hit me up on my Instagram was like, Kev, you need to close your tabs. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I will not do so. <laughs> yeah. I had this app before called One Tab that would like consolidate my and it would like put them in this list because I'd always be like, I want this tab for later, mm-hmm. but I don't want to close it. And so it would keep an index of all the tabs. And so I can come back to it later. Um, but I ended up not using it. I didn't want it. I just said, just give me the tab when it's in there. You know? Put it back Put it back to memory once I want to use it. Exactly. But then Edge did that whole suspend tabs thing. Mm-hmm. And that worked. Yeah, yeah. Edge is pretty good with that one. Like, that, that helps me get by on um, on the... Um... Surface? Yes. Uh-huh. Basically. Um, but it's good for now. Can't wait to get the 8, though. That That one seems so great. I'm so excited. Good. I'm so excited. Uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a seven and a, and a, and a, and an X together. Just you know. Ugh. I remember that Surface uh, RT. No, what the heck was that? Pro X that we we saw at Best Buy. Remember? <laughs> that thing was so bad, man. Yeah. So bad. I would have bought it if I hadn't seen it at Best Buy. It looked <laughs> so nice. It is. Well, the eight is even better since it actually has a good chip. You know. Uh, I'm just mad that I have to buy a whole new keyboard and um, and uh, and stylus because I've been using this past one for like the full past four years. So yeah. <laughs> uh, stylus, stylus changed the new digitizer stuff or something in there. Um, I think so. I think so. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. And then also, it's like the it's, it's the slim it's the slim pen, so that fits in the oh, keyboard to yeah. charge. So, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. So it's gonna be weird using a diff- something different than it being circular. But um yeah, it's like a little it's like a smashed pencil or something. <laughs> yeah. hmm Yeah. Um let me know how that goes. I'm excited. Let me know how that chip is. Yeah, well, I mean it'll be like a few months, you gotta wait till school's over, but then we'll yeah. go ahead and we'll get that. Probably gonna go up to sixteen gigs. Each time I get a new surface, just go like a little bit higher. Future purpose, yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> like last time I got it was the M3 128. Terrible. I5 256. We good. Uh I5 60 gig 256. <laughs> Honestly, the I5 is the best like value. Mm-hmm. You know, you get 
most of the performance a little bit leaving off the table but like it's pretty good i wish most companies would give you i5 and 16 gigs they don't like to do that they only like going i7 16 which is annoying because I was like, I only need the i5. Just give me the 16 gigs. Lenovo does it, but HP doesn't do it. That's why, like, I'm mad that they did. I mean, I'm not mad. I mean, I'm okay with them making it custom, like the M, the M1. It's like you have to go to the, the, the tiers that they made. They're like, oh, yeah, you can only get the 16 with, like, the more storage. Yep. But no, I just want yep. the 256. I mean, now I might be thinking about I should have went to the Pac-12. Uh, but uh, it's okay. It's okay. You get that one extra GPU core or something <laughs> that comes. The, I mean, I the GPU is still trash, though. I mean, is it, why is that? Well, no, 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 no. I mean, not from personal experience, but I'm just saying. Like, didn't they say that it wasn't top tier the GPU? Not no. Well, now they are on the new uh, MacBook Pros. Yes, but yes, yeah. um, yeah, but it's not. Like I also wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. <laughs> all, all it does, if I can minimize an app and then like smooth, I can scroll smoothly. I wouldn't know. Um. But this computer, the weirdest thing is if I run out of memory, the graphics like start going really bad because it shares the same graphics together. Like I can't minimize things and like it's like chops with my RAM. So but on your what on your air or on the Yeah, no, the surface uh, not the surface, the HP the Spectre. Yes. Yeah, oh, you're still using that one? Yeah, so I'm using wow! it. Wow! Yeah, that, that one. Yeah, with the freaking the one the 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 screen and the, and the one with the security. <laughs> Do you remember the yes! the one yes! I had before? <laughs> so weird. You saw it. Did I ever show you the UC on there? Or did I? Yes, did you I, did. You did. Oh, I showed it to oh, you. Oh, you gotta send it back. What? No. Yeah. The it was actually working pretty, well. and and they. It did something where it wouldn't work. Like, how did it? I don't know, man. They had something on there that bricked it. Like, how could it brick it like that? You know? Computers. It's us. So no one believed me. I told them it was a UC chip, man. You couldn't find anything about it online. Uh, like, I, no, nothing. Yeah. Wow. So, pretty cool. It was a good laptop. The speakers were amazing, too. Um, was, this one was a Great, I will say, but it's smaller, so it's okay. Was the display the same? Was it the same? Uh... Oh, dude, it doesn't do that thing oh. with the like refresh rate switching. Yeah, that one would like switch its refresh rate when I was doing things, but this doesn't do it. Honestly, I think everything needs uh, needs that refresh rate uh, switching. You got the ninety? Is it the ninety hertz or seventy five on the Pixel Six? No, oh, oh, 90. 90? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's got the they got the refresh rate on the iPhone I think two or on the Samsung. It's one twenty I think, right? Yeah, and then like it, like based on what task you're doing, scales. it will switch refresh yeah. rate. Yeah. The Pixel Six goes to one twenty, but it can scale to I think ten or like all the way down to five or ten for the ambient display. But it still gets worse battery life than the six. It's a trade-off. I was like, bro, you're saying worth battery life, curved screen, like, nah, I don't and millimeter wave, which I don't need. I don't need it. Whoa. You know, just... Hey! Hey! Not for T-Mobile, but um, if you're on any of the other people, probably millimeter, millimeter wave would help. That is true. I had to turn off 5G on this phone because um, we have such spotty coverage where if I turn on 5G, it burns through the battery. Like... Couple hours, it's done. So it's, I set it to LTE only. Oh, on your six? Yeah. Maybe. 
that's what I should do on my life. <laughs> I literally, I, like, I thought battery life would be okay because, you know, it's a mid-range processor and yeah. it's, you know, I thought it would be better, you know, in terms of battery life, but it's not, it's not the best, you know? Um, maybe because mm-hmm. I do have 5G on all the time. I mean, isn't on 5G right now? I'm on... Uh, well, I'm on Wi-Fi, so... But oh. let me see. And, um, yeah, maybe I should turn it off. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. No problem. Um, what am I on? What am I on? What am I on? I don't know what I'm on right now. I can't see. I gotta turn off Wi-Fi to see. Yeah, I'm on 5G. That's great. Um... Yeah, um, it's crazy. Um, yeah, that would probably help me a lot in battery life. Yeah, turn off 5G until it becomes from the hours of 4 to <laughs> 4 to uh, 8 p.m., uh, 7 p.m. Set up like Tasker or something. <laughs> I had to do that, and then oh, okay, we're good. That's yeah, that's my that's one of the main reasons why I switched again. As like I said, 5G coverage is good, so I can't wait till when they make the new iPhone this year, SE with okay. 5G. It's okay. gonna has it's gonna be unstoppable, bro. Newest chip, put an extra camera in there instead of keeping just the one camera, bro. It's great. It'd be a good phone. I feel like a lot of well, there's a limited amount of people I would buy it realistically, right? Yeah. It's the only thing. Yeah. But they should do it. I hope they do it. Put the M1 in there. <laughs> M1. <laughs> the M- should call it M1 Mini or M1. <laughs> I don't know. M1 something. <laughs> They used to say it would be the M1X for the uh, desktops, but um, I mean the laptops, but they changed it to Pro and Max or something. Yeah. Which makes sense because they have like Pro Max, iPhone Pro Max, so smart actually. Do you know how the 13s compare to the latest Androids out here? So I've heard, I mean, okay, first off, they're like, performance-wise, it beats anything, right? Apple always, but I know it's built very well. I saw drop tests of phones versus Androids, and it's done really well. I am not a fan just because I don't see a lot of changes from the last gen to this gen. Um, I know Apple likes to stick with what's good, and they know the last gen worked, so they stuck with it. But they didn't really try anything new. I don't know of anything brand new that they've never done before. Do you know anything that has come on there that's not on the iPhone 12? Um, Other than I think it's promotion on there, is that the one of the differences? Like the what? Sorry, say it again. The promotion, the 90 or 120 hertz display. Mm, I should probably should look it up a little bit. Um, I see the differences. No, I don't think so. Uh, the, people are calling it like an S, an S edition. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just the same. It's just a rebrand with a new chip, mm-hmm. right? So, and the performance gains after, from the last gen to this gen. It was like nothing. I think it was like a 15% performance increase. So honestly, I don't, if you have an iPhone 12, stay with it. Yeah, Plus, don't upgrade every every phone generation. <laughs> like, wait a couple. No. Yeah. I stopped. I stopped. I, now I get the mid-tier ones and wait a little bit. <laughs> I got. You save money. There you go. Mm-hmm. No reason to That's... get the the fastest ones. Maybe should I got. Maybe I still should have got the One Plus instead of the Pixel for a 5G. Uh, like you were saying, but uh, my OnePlus worked pretty well when I had it. Yeah. I mean, you saw it too, it was pretty good. Just now, the OnePlus prices are pretty much flagship prices, 
They merged with their parent company. Oh yeah, Oppo. Oppo. And now they have instead of Oxygen, it's called Color OS. Oh yeah, the Color OS with all the additions and it's not stock. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look good. I wouldn't get it. I unless they switch back to Oxygen, then don't get a OnePlus phone anymore. They're not. They're not. That's the unless you install a custom ROM, but that's like a whole. Mm -hmm. You you would do it, but like, mm -hmm. don't buy the phone just because of the custom ROM. I wish I could root my phone, but you can't root phones anymore. Unless you use um Magisk? Yeah. Magisk hide, I think would do it. Yep. Uh -huh. Yeah, because the Google Pay breaks and all that other stuff doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Snapchat doesn't like it either. It doesn't? What the heck? Oh, if um if you screenshot, it says like your phone's a rooted phone or something like that, I think. Oh wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Banking apps don't let you sign in. It's pretty. Mm -hmm. I get it, but you know. Just use the hide, right, to see. Yes. And the developer who made hide is supposed to um, stop making versions anymore. So that makes sense. <laughs> I think he's I think he's working for Google now, which which makes sense for sure. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. I mean, I guess I should. I could, I could pop open that. Uh, I mean, turn on that. Uh, the forex. Uh, I mean, not forex. We could Moto X4 and see how it's going on that. Uh, oh, yeah, it's probably like what Android, what is it, Lollipop maybe? It's 10. It's no, it's 10. Oh, that's muted. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, they stopped putting the ice creams after. I got, I'm got. i getting confused now. <laughs> like, what are we on yeah, 12 yeah. now? 12, right? Yeah, I don't even know what 12 is. I don't think it's anything. Material design? No, material U. Material it U. It's so gross, by the way. Yeah, it's, that's, it's not that's another reason why I was like, can I just get 11? Like, and I have 11 on here too. So it's like, what? See, like, I'm, it's so funny. Like, I don't be, you be upgraded to the latest. I'm like, no, I'll stick on my, and my Windows 10. I stick on my Android 10. I still got iOS 14 or whatever. Like, I'm not updating to the latest version, bro. You're not going to let Apple slow your phone down. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true too. But uh, I'm just like, no, like, I'm cool with. You know, plus, you're gonna break everything that I have. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, my apps on my on my Mac. You know, the thing. I mean, the ones that I. <clears throat> some of some of them gonna break. You know, and uh, on Windows, yeah. I'm not gonna upgrade to eleven. There's a lot of my apps that don't support. Not well, not most of my apps support, but you know the obscure ones. I don't know how they're gonna yeah. act. You know what I'm saying? I guess they'll get yeah. uh, pinball for Windows XP on here, and you know I don't know how that's gonna <laughs> how it's gonna. Oh, yeah, that one works. I, oh, I, I still have. Okay, go okay. <laughs> I I installed it. Somebody's like GitHub had it, and I like installed it, and it works well. So I was like, heck yeah, the Space Cadet pinball that was amazing. Yep. That game. That's a, I used to play that all the time. It was a good game. A throwback, man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think I think that's it, man. I mean, CES. I didn't go to CES. I didn't uh, this year. I was like, I'm gonna skip it. It's too much money. Um, yeah. And then I was like, I don't even know what's going on nowadays with the computer stuff. Like, uh, like, yeah, I'm not even worried about the phones either. To be honest with you, I don't even know what what, what technology news am I keeping up with? The phone, the phone's a little bit, a little bit, because it's Google. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. The Windows a little bit with that too. When I came out with the eight, like I'm really happy. I was so proud. Um, what else? The Mac, but you know I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> thing. 
No. Uh, it's always amazing to me how they innovate. Like what we think when Windows 7 came out, it looked so modern, right? We're like, holy crap, it's like arrow theme or whatever they have. And then 10, and we're like, how do they even think of those design elements? Like, you know, like what's gonna come next? Because this Windows 11 looks so modern, you know, what what can they do? And then they do it. And I'm like, like I didn't think of that, but that's pretty cool, you know, not gonna lie. Um, it's just pretty cool how they how they keep innovating in ways that I would have never thought. He's a designer, man. That's why they get paid the big bucks. I'm not creative, but I, maybe that's why we see it differently. But I'm like, I don't know how they do it. So it's it's definitely an amazing skill that they can keep innovating something that looks perfect to me already. You know. Oh wait, two things I just remembered: the astro yeah. photography, like you said, the night, yeah. the night beautiful bro i went to the beach the yes. other like a few weeks ago completely dark out there i took a picture with yep. the moonlight could see the whole water i was like i had to hold my phone still for like five thousand hours but <laughs> it came out good you have to put it on something but yeah yeah <laughs> so that's funny, yeah. Uh, what about astrophotography well no that too i was in the desert and i wish i had my phone with me uh, when the star uh, i wish i had my, my android phone with me and the stars were out i was like i would definitely start, got a picture of that but then uh, the other day, I did go. I did. I, I went out to an area where it was like clear. I mean, it was still like somewhat clear. I took a picture. I saw the stars. I was like, "Oh my gosh! Wow, my iPhone can't do that." Because it always got. If one you take a picture for more than like thirty seconds, you'll actually see the stars moving. Like we'll make a video with it as well. Well, it's gonna have to sit on some tripod. Because um... yeah, yeah. Why is it so shaky? Yeah. It's like uh, I tried. I tried. I tried. <laughs> No, it takes amazing pictures, yeah. Mm. Only Google does those kind of things. That's why I like their innovation. You know, they make use of whatever hardware they've already put out. They're like, let's make it do this now, which is, you don't get phones that they add features to it after you get it, you know? With the pixel drops too? Feature drop, yep. I appreciate yep. it. Like, you know, you, want to, you don't have to, but you do that. And that's what I like, you know? Yep. So. That. Shows to me that they care about sustainability and not just trying to sell you the new phone, um, which they do a pretty good job of already. But like giving me features to a phone that's already two years old makes me want to keep the phone more because I get treated like I'm still the newest phone on the block, you know, which is which is nice. It's definitely a good thing. This is the first first phone I've actually bought on pre-order. So I'm wow. Uh, yeah, I've never ever bought a phone like that was that new like i'm still seeing ads for the pixel 6 so i'm like you know this is still a new phone so it can't become bad anytime soon hopefully <laughs> hopefully no they said they're gonna support it for like three four years right they said somewhere. yes they're still selling the 5a and that thing that's pretty old as well isn't it 5a yeah isn't the 5a old no it's not no, i came out in uh august yeah i came out in august oh okay never mind yeah, i thought it was old yeah the the 4a 5g that one's different because oh. they came out with the 4A in when did they come out with it 2020 came out with the 4A summer 2020. Then yep. in November they came out with the 4A 5G. I see. And then yeah. They still had that in the store for a while. 4A 5G I think. Mm, yeah, it's it's I think it's gone already. Yeah, because the 5A replaced it. So. Interesting. Wow. Oh, oh, I remember what I was going to, I was going to talk about the millimeter wave. Yes. Yes. Millimeter wave. Um, how do you feel about that? Do you think, 
I mean, so it's fast, but if I cannot use it without a line of sight to the thing, like, why do I really care that? Like, I don't know. Like, you saw that Linus's video, like, he literally moves like two <laughs> inches away and it doesn't work anymore. So, I I can't have data that's un that unreliable. Like, what if I turn around now my back is facing the uh, thing? It may not go through. It may stop my download. I'd rather have reliability than constant switching between millimeter wave and low band or mid band or whatever. So, if I can get the speeds, if I could, and I don't need 1.3 gigabits um, per second on my phone. If I can get 200 megabits yeah, it's cool to me. consistently, that's that's more than enough, yes. right? That's even even that's good. If they give so. me that upload too, that'll be cool. Oh, they, yeah, they won't do that. Because, I mean, your phone, I think, is more the limitation of the upload, right? Because the power output of your phone is probably going to be quite high to send that much data to the receiver. I don't, I don't know how cell tech works, but I know their antennas could have a lot more power output than our phone can do. So maybe that's why, but still not an excuse. They should work on that. Um, 5G, the numbers sound great, but in practice, they crap. it's not, not that good. Yeah. No. It's, it skews their averages a lot, though, because if somebody's getting 1.3 gigabits per second, um, their average is going to go way high, you know, their overall network average, speed average. So I think that's why they're doing it. They're like, oh, I'm the best carrier because my average speed is higher. 20 megabits per second. But then you give like me that. data caps, and so it's like, what's the reason? But they're now slowly eliminating them, which is shocking to me. Bro, I, I didn't tell you, we have Xfinity over here, and the month is ending, and they're, they, you know, we have like 1.1 1 .1 terabyte data cap um, for the whole house and we're like 30 gigs left uh, we have 30 gigs left before we go over and there's still what three days two days of the month still left over i don't know it's so annoying this happens like every month yeah they're putting data caps on household lines but they're not putting data caps on internet lines at least for me still down here spectrum is you know charter is like still no caps whatsoever but yeah. internet outages have been so frequent now. Pretty much every day, it goes off for like a good five minutes. And they'll use this. They'll say, they'll say, because our internet, our network keeps going down, is because people are downloading too much. The only way we can prevent this is if we put data caps for everyone. So everyone. No. That's what Comcast said. They said. To, to give good service to everybody and maintain the availability of our services to all the households, we need to institute a data cap to penalize the people that are using too much, which doesn't make any sense because I know they have the capacity to do it. Because when we had COVID and they removed the data caps for two months, nothing ever happened, you know? Wait, you said you so have one terabyte? One terabyte. That, that's not even a lot, bro. What if you were trying to download your whole or upload your whole thing oh that's i can't do that so my i used to upload everything to backblaze all the yeah. all my nas um but i can't because I, I would fill the data cap too quickly wow so i had to limit my upload to i think one megabit or half a megabit per second um otherwise i i would do it <laughs> That's tough. It's pretty bad. I'm sorry about that, bro.
That's crazy. We're trying to get fiber soon, so maybe maybe it'll help. <laughs> Don't talk to me about that, man. They ain't never gonna get that where I'm at. And I'm so sad, but we're only like ten years too late. Like that's really all it is. Like the houses where my cousin lives. Well, no, not even ten years. Eight years too late, cause she can get fiber. They were built in 06. This one was built in 98. Can't get it. They got to redig everything. And I'm just like, man, neighborhood, let, come on, guys. We we, get, we have to. We have to. You know what you should do? You should get one of those. Um, Linus did a video of those unified point-to-point -point things. If the house is close by, you just mount a little sender on did top. You, and then... Did you watch it, though? Did you watch the video? <laughs> I did. Didn't you get, didn't you get like one gigabit through there? I thought it was like it was close to it, but like literally it was like look what's the binoculars? Let me like it was crazy. The efficiency they had to. Like perfectly. Yeah. But honestly, man, if you get one gigabit through that, like your cable isn't gonna hold that much. So yeah. like pretty good. That's true. But it's a thought, you know. I always thought about being my own ISP. You know, I distribute <laughs> internet for everyone else. That'd be pretty cool, but also illegal. So <laughs> maybe not. I just, I don't even know. I just, mm -mm -mm -mm. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Especially because um, if there's any weather issues, you know, if there's rain, I mean, it barely rains, but like if there's any weather, it's just going to go down. Then I have no internet. I mean, yeah, back up on cable, but no, I'm not trying to. Uh, go dial up, you know? With no phone line, you don't have. No, you don't have a landline. No, 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 no I, I, and was EVDO and H and all those like little letters that would come up on there. But it's been a pleasure having you here, man. Um, definitely need to catch up soon, man. And whenever I could get to the Bay or whenever you come down here, man, we, I have to link up, man. Do these wing stops again. <laughs> For sure. Definitely those wing stop runs were the best. Mm -hmm. Spicy Korean. Oh, oh, I can't get that right now. No, no, no. We eat it, we eat it right here. Um, it's not um, Tuesday yet. <laughs> yes, it's not Tuesday. It's going to be expensive. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to listen to us um, you can find us here maybe once a month maybe twice a week I don't know depending on when we are, whenever we have episodes on all your favorite podcast platforms whether that's Apple Podcasts Spotify um, and then also on YouTube um, at 91BTV um, uh, I think that's it and uh, we'll see you next time see you guys <laughs>